0: The butters are empty and look almost menacing, threatening as so many yellow dragons watching me with their hollow vacant eyes. I wonder how many little black children and little white children have yellow nightmares, their own special brand of fear for the yellow peril. I can't have, I can't stop. Damn it. It's got to be more positive. No, more negative. Hey, Finn, how you doing? I'm doing pretty okay today. for how are you doing? What are your thoughts on the Smiths? Uh, uh, complicated. Go on. Uh, I love the three living members of the Smiths. <laughs> I was very sad last year when when both Morrissey... And Johnny Rotten died in that car crash together. Yeah. Didn't like when a, when a, when a, when a double-decker bus crashed into both of them.
1: <laughs> no, you can't. The three living members.
0: There's Johnny Marr, the guitarist. Yeah. There's Mike Joyce, who's the drummer. I and mean, then there's Andy someone who's the bassist, I'm Rourke. pretty sure. Andy Rourke. There we go.
1: I like how you turned that into a test for yourself. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I almost passed it.
1: I Yeah, I love some of the Smiths music. Um, I think it really connects to me. Obviously, it's hard to engage with it now. Yeah. Um. After that, that car accident. <laughs> so I found like a new way of paying tribute to them, yeah. which is that I imagine family members, fictional family members for the three living members of the band. Yes. Like there's Andy Rourke's gregarious aunt Simolina, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Joyce's uh, hilarious twin sons, <laughs> Instagram and Twitter, (laughs) they don't get on. But they're very similar in some ways. And Instagram is very annoyed at Twitter about Fleets, (laughs) which is actually the younger sister. You wouldn't know, but Mike Joyce loves to name uh, his family. Uh, And then, of course, uh, there's the guitarist's brother, Knock Knock, who's there (laughs) to the police there's been a terrible accident (laughs) (laughs) knock (laughs) knock classic euphodine joke (laughs) knock knock who's there orange orange who knock knock Uh, who's there so this is your first Robert altman that we're looking at
0: (laughs) it it is how have you was it an active decision to ignore no he 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 was just someone who i i as a new zealander yeah uh, i think he's someone who i get exposed to a lot less than like a film student in america would do yeah
1: it felt like so much of my exposure to him was through like the people he's influenced by like yeah. as i started going through my pt anderson right phase, yeah and I, i've i've still know.
0: never really gone through my pt anderson phase That's like like crazy. i've seen i've seen like the blood i've seen the master You're i've seen phantom bread yeah, i know and you haven't okay i know i've I've never seen fucking magnolia i've never seen boogie nights i've never seen heart eight his masterwork oh well sydney sydney is what we should call it
1: Oh, finally out on blu-ray mm-hmm. it's over there next to hereditary yeah in the h section of my to <laughs> watch pile it's a shelf oh i don't want to lie to you mm. about these things no. so
0: glory should be kept in shelves not piles that's uh, that's how we respect them
1: well yeah keeping them in piles would be difficult because mm. you know knock knock
0: who's there <laughs> orange orange who I, I fucked up the beginning of that joke, haven't I? Uh, uh, that's incredible news. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: incredible news. So, with this water, I can't remember, was there ice or no ice? No, you, no,
0: there was no ice in my breakfast water. Why
1: on this beautiful sunny summer day did you not
0: ice your water? Because I just needed to have a glass of water before and I left of the course, house. There's the guitarist's
1: son, and I don't want to love them all. It's mean to have
0: favourites. Of, of course.
1: But if I had to give one of them the most of my heart, Gary Mar shall have it. Oh. Knock knock oh. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> so it's an interesting place to start. <laughs> Your Altman is kind of what like because Altman calls his uh, uh, calls Nashville, um, like the first. It's, he kind of thinks it's his first film, even though he'd made several beforehand. Right. Because it's the first one he had total control over. Okay. So, like, yeah, what do you take away from from him? I mean, it, it was
0: it was kind of, like, all that I was expecting an Altman film to be. Yeah, it, yeah. it,
1: it is kind of the most Altman possible, right? And
0: yeah, yeah, like... Uh, like, yeah, you know, obviously you you hear about you you hear a lot about like, oh, he's got a lot of characters and you're like, There can't be that many characters and you're like, Oh, there's so many characters <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and yeah, all all, all of all, all of these like naturalistic and improvised dialogue.
1: Is it anti ICE? Is it is it because against the immigration
0: thing or this, no, this is just dr- <laughs> Okay, so okay, so the, the thing is we're 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 cutting <laughs> between like four different conversations. Is that the joke you're doing? <laughs> no no, Please kill me.
1: Knock knock. Uh, who's there? Aren't you, orange. You glad <laughs> I didn't say Morrissey? And that's my intro. Oh, what did we watch this week? <laughs> no, I, think, oh, I, I was like, I've got it. I think it's good. I think it. I think it. I think it, I think it makes a point. We cut between several. Yeah, like so many characters in this film. Mm. We're talking about New Year's Day by Gary Marshall. <laughs> Uh, the second in his trilogy. Oh no, you've got to do your intro. I I, I do. Which, yes, which will introduce a lot of the information I've just just blurted out like a Yeah. So to, to all to all people who
0: haven't turned off a podcast yet, how's it going? Hope you keep listening.
1: <laughs> I, can I tell you, my other idea was to start talking to you about Robert Altman and then always just cross talking you. But then I was like, oh, that's essentially me. That's what <laughs> you do anyway. <laughs> no, but like oh no but like perpetually <laughs> like you know when the safeties won that award and they did two oh, yeah, speeches a, at the same a, a good time bit. yeah i mean you could that doesn't invalidate that criticism against uncut gems <laughs> though a film that's good rather than great that nah, is good
0: Hello and welcome to Shite and Sound, the podcast where two comedians watch one of the masterpieces of world cinema and then followed up with a critically reviled film that is similar in some way. Maybe they share themes, plot, actors or director. We want to see if counterpointing these two films can bring out some new information or insights. On this episode, we're watching number 77 on the Sight and Sound list, Nashville. Robert Altman's sprawling satire of American popular and political culture set in the country music industry of Nashville, Tennessee. Our second film this week is New Year's Eve, Gary Marshall's totally earnest love letter to mass culture, consumerism and Hector Elizondo. Think he loves Hector Alexander? He puts him in every movie that he's ever made. But look at what he he's, gets he's him the only to do. he's the only person who casts Hector Elizondo. That like uh, that, and that's a good thing. Mm. But
1: what he gets Hector Alexander to do? Elizondo, Elizondo to do,
0: or Hector Elizondo, <laughs> as Dan McCoy calls him. Uh, what? Hey Dan, um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Good, good, good podcast, man.
1: Good podcast. <laughs> good. From one podcast to another, <laughs> we validate you. So the beginning of New Year... No, not New Year's We'll talk Day. about Nashville first. Well, will we talk about them in order or will we intercut them? No, you don't like that idea. <laughs> no, it It, sounds makes, incredibly it stressful. makes you cringe so much. Um, I definitely just wrote Nashville as Narshville. So... The opening of Nashville is an ad for a record which is the film Nashville, Nashville, Nashville with Lily Tomlin. Nashville, Nashville. Uh, and it's, well, the best opening credits ever. It's,
0: it's... Like
1: that girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh,
0: catch Me If You Can. Really? Well, it's good. I mean, it's not the best ever, it's good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a solid opening credits scene. Uh, Into the Void. Oh, never, never, never seen Into the oh, Void. Um,
1: it has some good opening credits. Yeah, well, they're, I've they're, heard. They're heavily typographical. Uh, and, and then we, where do we go? Okay, so, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to be like, let's talk about Nashville and the expense of like someone seeing their first Altman and like, what are your expectations versus the film? Hmm. But starting with Nashville, it is kind of very much my expectations were that it was going to be Nashville, the <laughs> film that we watched.
0: Yeah, pretty much. This kind of sprawling
1: diorama of American.
0: I mean, I I wasn't expecting it to be as funny as it was because I'd seen nothing the first like half hour of McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Uh yeah. And like, laugh a minute. Yeah, and there's there's no 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 joke no jokes in that no no and if there are you can't hear them because uh, the sound is uh, terrible because all the audio got ruined on that movie. I don't know what what happened there. Uh, I I I can't remember what it was specifically, but I the, 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 there was there was a thing that happened to like all of the like all of the sound that they recorded, and so it's like super like muddy.
1: Like uh all of the stuff on the island and. <laughs> in castaway
0: well it's, it's more sandy than muddy
1: no but there were because there was wind in a tourist resort nearby which you oh. really think he should have just gone to he should have just been like "Ah, oh, hey can i can i borrow your phone and I had to rough it out for four years yep. smack his tooth out talk to wilson
0: yeah it's like, it's like when you find out that loss was just Shot on just just on a beach in Hawaii. It's
1: like when you find they're out... All,
0: they're all fine.
1: The last was as disappointing as it seemed to be from the beginning.
0: No, no, it's like there's a polar bear in the first episode. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a polar bear in the first episode of M- Marsha and
1: Baby or whatever that. that I think it's called Marsha and the Bear. <laughs> Marsha and the Bear. No, that's a grizzly bear, or not that. Po- that's not a polar bear. No, I'm sure one must show up in there.
0: Uh, there's, there's, there's a polar bear in one episode of A muddy Boosh. Are there polar bears in Pingu? I, I hope not, because that would be geographically inaccurate.
1: Yeah, but I do think like they would have a polar bear friend.
0: Uh, there's polar bears in Norm of the North, oh. starring Rob Schneider.
1: And there's polar bears in His Dark Materials. Yeah, starring...
0: They're not polar bears, they're Panzerbjorn.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah. You should have seen the rage that flashed across Finn's face well um, so like if you if you have an opportunity to talk about Panzerbjorn and you don't say Panzerbjorn. I cannot remember any of the special I, lo- I love those books. Uh, yeah.
1: I think the show is incredibly good. I cannot remember any of the special language they invent.
0: Well, there are things called demons. Oh,
1: okay. they the but with an A. Yeah, with well, like an AE thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we get it, Philip Pullman. You've read a book.
0: And now we've read his book.
1: (laughs) Books. Books. Just three of them. Yeah. I refuse to accept those. The Scarlet, Ruby Scarlet or something. I I don't know. There's Ruby in the Smoke, those books. I don't know. I I hate them. They're not canon to me.
0: (laughs) I enjoyed them as a young adult reader. Anyway, Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Starring Lily Tomlin and, uh... uh Every, everyone? And, and everyone. Oh, starring Elliot Gould as Elliot Gould. And Jeff Goldblum as Man on a Tricycle. I mean, it he was just credited as Tricycle Man. Who's going around uh, just wearing uh, the craziest, most giant glasses of the whole movie. That's not even the craziest thing about him. Oh, he... He's introduced Jeff, Jeff Goldblum invents like uh, invents like early two thousands like pickup artistry in, in, in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he 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 goes he goes around on on like a on this insane like tricycle chopper. He is wearing these big orange glasses that take up almost his entire face. He's wearing a big old hat and he just goes around doing magic tricks at women.
1: Yeah, his first scene is him doing a magic trick in a diner. Yeah. He de gloves. Um, the salt shaker puts it all into his hand. Uh, and then, of course, opens his hand to reveal that it is what oh mind freaked it's gone,
0: yeah, I mean but, he I mean it turns out it's in his other hand and he puts a salt on his food, and then you're just like, that's too much salt for your food, you're having like yeah. you having a salad, jeff, but and you just you put an entire salt shaker on your salad, but then the wait staff
1: uh are like, that's incredible, I'm so attracted to you, do you think modern pickup artistry he wears silly hats sometimes, uh no. Because it genuinely like, it feels like if his character had a name, it would be like would, Mystery yeah. or Riddle <laughs> or Enigma. <like> Enigma. En- <laughs> Enig- Spermatoso. Mm, nope.
0: You're getting, getting worse. <laughs> Quixotic. <laughs> <laughs> Cantankerock. Mm, no, It's like it means it means it means it means no,
1: Hurricane, but with an eye like Cain and oh, Hurricane and Abel, and that's him and
0: his oh, that's, that's a, that's a wrestling team. <laughs> yeah,
1: but they always turn on each other. <laughs> and a hurricane <laughs> makes a hurricane and kills Abel. <laughs> um, so we start in a recording studio with yep. uh, um a ridiculous short old country guy singing about how great America is. Yeah, his name's like like Hamwell Hamilton. Yeah, it's definitely a name like
0: his last name's Handgun H- Harrison. Well, his last name's Hamilton, but his la- his first name isn't a real first name. It's like something that someone from the south is called in a movie.
1: Yeah, like isn't there a character called Su- Sulin in this? Ellen?
0: Yeah, Sulin.
1: Oh, but she, who is in fact the 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 wedding stuff, but he's singing
0: this song oh, about his, his his name is Haven Hamilton. Haven Hamilton, of course. Yeah, safe and like, haven, and sing the song was like my ancestors came to america 200 years ago it's pretty cool here we like our flag
1: yeah and it's about how america has been great for 200 years and will be great for 100 more years and it was about this time that we both simultaneously realized that we're watching a film that's largely about the people whose children would go on to storm the capitol. <laughs> yep. And you're just saying, "Oh, no. I hope this film has an a best skeptical view of these people's opinions." And you know what? It does. Yeah, it's, it's safe. It's good. <laughs> well, yeah, no. It's safe, but it was it was very odd watching this film uh in our current deprecedented times. <laughs> In our times of much turmoil and pain, because mm-hmm. it is just like at one point, quite early on, when they were having um, a big party for Barbara, Barbara is a, a is a singer with a giant forehead, um, who who's arriving in town, and, and there's like a marching band and a podium. It is like a sultan is arriving.
0: Yeah, she, she played. Uh, uh, she's played by an actress called Ronnie Blakely. Yeah, uh, who who was also in uh, uh, who's also in. First Nightmare on Elm Street, and I believe won an Oscar for Nashville. Uh, I mean, she, she if if she didn't, she probably should. She, was, oh, she she was nominated for 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 an Academy Award for for best supporting actress, but she didn't win.
1: Who would, I would call her the like if this film has a lead. It's oh know, well,
0: yeah, but the film doesn't have a lead.
1: Ah, uh, I mean, it does have a lead, uh, and it is Jeff Goldblum as as Tricycle Man. Yeah. Uh, as this guy, no? Uh, if this film has a lead, it's
0: it's, it's, Gerald, it's Geraldine Chaplin as Opal. Verde. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, in the in this recording studio, uh, a reporter from the BBC who uh, is wearing a hat with a giant treble clef on yeah. it,
0: and she she's played by Charlie Chaplin's daughter. I mean, yeah,
1: like soon, uh, you know. Do you think she was on set saying like, "This is really following Dad's legacy"? I hope that one of my children or nieces will go on to appear as um a receptionist and potential rape victim in the film The Quantum of Solace. Who who was who is that? Una Chapman. Chaplin. No, Chaplin.
0: Yeah, that's I right. I mean she was also in Game of Thrones, the like main thing she's I'm known not aware for.
1: Of I'm not aware of I'm not aware of Game of
0: Thrones. Yeah?
1: Yeah no. what mm-hmm. is it?
0: What's it about? Well, it was it's it's uh, it's a television series based on a series of books by George Railroad Martin. <laughs> Which is a, a joke someone did on Conan once, and I can't remember whose whose <laughs> joke it was. But I, I love I love that joke.
1: Yeah, it tra- that tracks. Anyway, <laughs> the, the... So, yeah.
0: So while Haven Hamilton is singing his his song about how great America is,
1: uh, 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 and oh, uh, it's
0: so it just it's so strange. You you you, you see like the first like three. You you seem to sing sing like three minutes of a song. Yeah, I mean he makes them stop. He makes them stop playing. Because because the, the piano player, uh, who's a guy called Frog, yeah. is playing piano badly. And he wanted Pig instead. Yeah. But they got him Frog, and he's like, no, f- this Frog guy's garbage. Give me Pig. I'm not playing until I get Pig back. Well,
1: and, and this is one of the many points, because there are many songs in this one that assumes that Altman sold the film as being like, it'll essentially be a musical. You can sell it to the country music people. Yeah. Where I can't tell if we were supposed to be aware that the song was going badly or not. Because I was mainly fixated on on him saying, like, we've survived two depressions and, oh, yeah, and yeah. fought uh, in all these wars.
0: Yeah, he, he's got lines like, I've lived through two depressions and seven Dust Bowl droughts. <laughs>
1: um just like moved to a different country it <laughs> no, obviously doesn't want you he like he likes to go around dressed entirely in white with ostentatious belt buckles yeah. and i cannot think of another country that would allow that socially <laughs> like uh, there are so many people in this wearing like the regalia of americana where you would just point at them if you saw them on the street in like belgium or or, Ghana, or or Aotearoa, you know, would just a, like,
0: any functioning country. You'd <laughs> yeah, look at any of these people and be like, "No, go, 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 go back home. And get, get changed." <laughs> no, you were, you would go up to them
1: and you you'd gently whisper in the ear, "Are you okay? Are you in the middle of some kind of a breakdown? Did someone else dress you like this in some kind of ritual public humiliation? Did you consent to that?" Um and it's so bizarre. We meet. This is uh, uh also at the airport when Barbara Jean arrives. Um, Old Haven handgun is like she's here. She's like I'm here. Then she faints um for some reason
0: well, because she, she she uh so uh yeah so barbara jean played by ronnie blakely yep. the big, big country music star yeah and she has just been in the hospital for like a few months because she was in a fire and got burnt very badly that's right and uh, she's just been released from hospital to play the grand old opry yeah uh, or goo yeah or yeah the G double O yeah G O7 yep that's I, when the Grand Ole Opry the, goes don't, on don't, don't, don't act like I didn't almost say that and <laughs> then think better of it
1: <laughs> no time to die Han or mm. like live and let country music so. Golden I think it's a good idea to play some music
0: so she's she's she's, she's, get, she's getting out of the hospital yeah she's coming back to Nashville her number one town. Everyone loves everyone loves her at Nashville. Yeah. And uh she she she's given this, this big welcome where there's a high school marching band playing the Star Spangled Banner or whatever, and there's some like baton twirlers, twirling batons. And
1: there's just some incredible shots, like the moment I was like, Oh, that's right, I love Robert Altman, is that he just deliberately chooses all these shots of the bat the baton and the marching group, mm. girl people in the marching band where they all look slightly bored or annoyed (laughs) or are slightly out of time. And you're like, oh, no, you don't. You're making us question this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, like this this is the scene where, where, like, a person really hits home, like, okay, he's taking these, these, like, he's taking these, these, like, traditional signifiers of Americana and just making them just, like, slightly weird in a way yeah like obviously not not in the same way but but like david lynch would 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 do that but but and he but in a a very like a a very like grounded and and like naturalistic way of 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 making us all like like you can like have to like look twice at at these at, at these things but all other movies just sort of take for granted as like, oh, of, of, co- of course, we like this high school marching band playing the national anthem. Of of, of course, of course, we like. These thirteen-year-old girls in leotards twirling batons, while well, like men just walk around and be like, "Oh, they're, oh, they're gonna be, we are gonna be, we are gonna be beautiful one day, aren't they?" Oh, oh, yeah. Well,
1: and, and and then also at the airport, uh, just arrived on a different flight is uh, is all
0: the other characters in the movie. is <laughs>
1: yeah, everyone else all ninety of the characters in the film is uh, is her name like L.A. Lois? It's L.A. something.
0: Oh, uh, one of the people who's just arrived is Shelly Duval, who's playing the character of. La Joan, yeah, uh, who yep. uh, uh, who's from uh, California? Uh, she's come to Nashville to visit her uncle and and her aunt Esther, who is in hospital. Yeah, and uh, she uh, kind of doesn't give a shit and no. is, is just like taking every opportunity she can to uh, uh, to to abandon her uncle and go go and go and talk to boys. Yeah, to go and talk to hot hunks like Scott Glenn.
1: Well, and she is dressed like um someone cosplaying a groupie from the 70s and like groupie is a term used within the film uh, um- I would not use it freely. No. Um uh, but yeah, uh,
0: she, she is wearing like just the the funniest costumes throughout in, in, yeah. in every single scene of this movie, she's wearing a different wig and different ridiculous 70s clothes. And
1: and just really
0: emphasizing how Shelly
1: Duval is an incredible actress and living stick figure. Yes. Like <laughs> she's 90% legs and arms. <laughs> like she you could very easily like. If I was in a pinch, if someone with slightly poor vision was like, I need to meet Shelley Duval, I could hold four pieces of spaghetti at a distance. <laughs> and they would be like, Shelly, I'm very sorry about how Stanley Kubrick treated you on The Shining. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, so, and who else do we uh, meet at the airport we also meet three people called tom bill and mary who are part of a band called tom bill and mary yeah um uh, uh,
1: sadly and could not come with them yeah uh, neither could the comma
0: they're like a folk rock trio who are in the process of of breaking up uh and uh, uh, mary and bill are in a relationship but mary is in love with tom and, and but tom doesn't give a shit about her
1: yeah uh, and bill is a real dick
0: yeah uh it's also when we meet jeff goldblum because he shows up at uh, uh he shows up at the cafe at the airport yeah uh,
1: and and the the waitress who is so enchanted by his a pointless magic trick showing that pickup artistry works um is like my name's
0: Su Gay is it's her Sue name. Sue
1: Gay. I want to be a singer. I wrote the song. And it's, it's like. It's called
0: I'll Never Get Enough. Yeah. And then she's just like leaning over the counter, just singing to Jack Goblin's face. I'll never get enough. I'll never get enough. I'll never get enough of loving you. Um, And, and she's bad at singing. And bad at songwriting. <laughs> I
1: mean, what is the line between? There is a later point in this film where it's like, I'm going to sing. My the famous song, the song that made my name, and then it's basically like, "Are you having trouble? Just shut up. But you having <laughs> trouble Toughen up? Crying down your face? Spray it with the
0: mason and toughen <laughs> up." Yeah. That 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 song isn't very good. <laughs> no. That song's called like Keep On It's called like Keep a Keep a Truckin'. Keep and but it's, part, it's by yeah. by Haven Hamilton. Yeah. And I think all, all of his songs are supposed to be bad, I think.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I think which brings us to kind of the most interesting the best review this film can get is that people in Nashville didn't like <laughs> it and that the country community doesn't really talk about it. Because uh Nashville, if you're not aware, if you're listening, uh Nashville is a, a city in uh, the United States of America, which is a failed state uh, that is currently eating itself alive by responding in the limpest possible way to an armed insurrection. Yep. <laughs> um. And, and but in the past, uh, it was it was not in 1976 or 75, 75. Uh, but it's about it's set in 1976. It's yep. about the bicentennial. Um. They were only just a few years away from very similar events in regards to Richard Nixon, from which uh, they did not learn. Nashville is very much the center of the country and Western uh, music scene. Um, You know, it's just three chords and the truth. And the truth is most of it sounds the same. Uh, And and those three chords are, oh, I wish I could cheat on my wife or um, why did my wife cheat on me? Uh, Or... He's a cowboy, he got a horse. <laughs> or, like, I'm in a car, right? <laughs> I, that's why I believe my favorite country and western song is Gary Newman's Cars. Yep. Here in my car. Ugh, after after asleep, asleep, is it? Is, it, is the
0: no, not, not, Not your best accent work? Is the only way to live. In cars, bang,
1: bang, 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 bang,
0: bang, bang. So uh, he he was he was doing the he was doing the thing from cars, but instead of like playing <laughs> on a synthesizer, he was playing on like on like a pedal steel guitar. Yeah, yeah. of
1: 10, what to give that joke?
0: Oh, like for, uh, for, like. Okay, so. Conceptually, <laughs> I, I I think like country Gary Newman is like a fun thing because those are yeah. two, two sort of like exact opposites. He's like, he's such a, he's, he's such like an urban yeah, like, yeah. performer. Our friends acoustic. Yes. And, and, uh, and I think the, the, the idea of, of like play playing that little thing on, on like a pedal steel guitar rather than a synthesizer, funny, funny, funny visual bit.
1: Okay, and so you're saying that? It, it, so you're setting, you're really setting me up for a success here. Uh, I'm riding up this roller coaster of yeah, I,
0: I, I, I think I'm um, so I, I, ready
1: for the coming serotonin.
0: I think the that, that joke you just did was as good as the film Nashville.
1: Oh yes, I was. Ooh, you did not subvert my expectations
0: no, Not at all oh, That's why they call me Finn No Subversions Nicholas
1: <laughs> Yeah n- Naming yourself after the first draft of Radiohead songs Oh right, yeah oh, that's, right. A, that's good yeah. What about Radiohead uh, In the style of country and western Armor, cowboy uh, No, no, no This is not even entertaining no, me
0: no <laughs> Uh, also, I don't know enough Radiohead songs to join in.
1: I mean, you know that one. It's about how he's a cowboy. He's a... I mean, we uh, are I, cowboys. I, what I, the I, hell am okay. I doing here? Brackets I, with all these cows. Okay, okay. So <laughs> you
0: were doing Creep? Oh Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know Creep and I know No Surprises and that's about it. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, what about... Uh, have you seen Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet? No. Why not? Why would I? Because it has clear... I want to Danes. say Claire, Denis. Claire <laughs> yeah. Danes.
0: Uh Okay. He's got Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure, he's never been in a bad film like Total <laughs> Eclipse. John Leguizamo. Yeah, he's never been in a bad film like uh, The Pist. <laughs> Pete Uh He's never been in a bad film like uh, Sharp's Enemy. Oh, well, I thought you would go with Aeon Flux. And then I, I was going to I forgot he you. was in Aeon Flux. It's quite. It's and like... also, Sharp's Enemy is good. <laughs> uh, Marianne... all, all, all the Sharp made for TV movies are good. Marion Margulies. She's never been in a bad film like End of Days. <laughs> she's an End of Days. Yeah, she's a, she's a Satan worshipping nurse in End of Days. Oh, wow. She's 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 pretty fun. That she has a fight scene with wild Schwarzenegger.
1: Wow, her second best fight scene after mm. um, shooting her son out of the window in the beginning of Magnolia, mm. yelling, "You shut the fuck up!" It's great. Um, Magnolia, check it out. It's a good way to start your PT Anderson phase.
0: It's on Netflix right now in New Zealand. Maybe I'll watch it sometime. Yeah, no, go on. Borrow my Blu-ray. Oh, look, I've, I've liked all the movies of his. i you know I'm just like. Yeah. I'm just not like. Oh, this. This is like. He, he's. He's not like one of my guys. You oh know? yeah. Is Robert
1: Altman now one of your guys?
0: Well, like I. I have. I have a copy of, of 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 The Long Goodbye at home. Yeah. And I'll be watching it like today or tomorrow. And I think it is very likely he could become one of my guys. Yeah.
1: And then you can do the the good ones. Popeye, Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. You can skip uh, the rest.
0: Kansas City. <laughs> so nashville uh,
1: and then it is also at the airport we meet another key player who we never see in person which is a man who's running for president as part of the restart reconfiguration re uh, he's he's part of the, <laughs> the
0: replacement party yeah yeah he is a man called like hell like hell david walker or something yeah and, and i have to also oh, the, the 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 film actually opens with with uh, with a uh, with a van that's promoting him for president uh, dr- driving right. around the city with, like, loudspeakers uh, uh, playing messages from him, and, which, which we see throughout the film.
1: And, and despite what someone in the South naming a party the replacement party implies, uh, he's largely expressing, like, uh, g- good ideas. We yeah. should the church. Uh, yeah. uh, it,
0: it's, we should get, get all the lawyers out of Congress. <laughs> yeah,
1: he does hate lawyers. Um, he talks a lot about how lawyers, when you ask a lawyer for the time, they tell you how to make a watch. And I just, were lawyers different in the past? Cause yeah. I've known several lawyers. I'm related to several lawyers. Yeah. And I, whenever I ask them for the time, do you know what happens? What? They tell me the time that they're not like, I have diagrams here for you to craft your own Rolex. You'll need some quartz. Yeah. You'll need some uh, silver. He also says if you ask a lawyer for directions, you get lost. I mean that's pretty true, but yeah, that's just because I mainly like, I get turned around pretty easily. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's mainly because I spend all my time sitting in free spinning chairs. Oh, right. Do you get it? Do you understand the? What do you think of that joke, out of tune? <laughs>
0: I think there was a joke where I just oh, said oh, "all yeah. right" no, at the oh, end of it, yeah, even no, though I, good. I kind it's of, good. Yo, even though I, I, I don't, I don't think I actually understood oh. the joke. I was just said "oh yes," uh. over it would be over, uh. and now, now you're making <laughs> it happen for so much longer.
1: Because <laughs> free spinning chairs, you can easily turn people on them. Because they rotate, right? Like,
0: okay, there's there's okay. So, well, no levels that joke. It was okay. So, I, I did give a joke then, right? There a, a fantastic.
1: No. There was a one level to that joke. That still counts. This isn't a first floor as the ground floor situation. That's still a level.
0: No, it's the first floor as the basement situation.
1: <laughs> That's low, <laughs> basement low. So next film, <laughs> but yeah. So this guy is kind of um a the cor- a great chorus for the film. Which guy? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who we're
0: talking about.
1: <laughs> the politician. Oh, the politician the guy, yeah. running
0: for president. Yeah, no, he's them. great.
1: <laughs> um, and he spends the whole film, uh, kind of uh slantly commenting on um. Uh, events we've seen yes. and uh, events we will see in, uh, in an interesting way, and the the film structurally builds towards um a big concert being put on to support him yeah. at the
0: at a two scale uh, replica of the Parthenon yeah. that that exists in uh, uh, that exists in, in Nashville for some reason. I mean, it's just just how like there's a town called Athens, Georgia.
1: Or Ithaca, New York. It's in Centennial Park in Nashville. Okay. It was designed by architect William Crawford Smith. Is that really uh, a design situation when you are making a replica? So, like, if I was to take that, how do you think William well, well, Crawford well,
0: well, Smith would feel? Well, well and here, here, here's the thing: is that uh, we, like, we didn't currently have like blue, like blueprints of of the Parthenon. Yeah. So. Like if if you like have to go to the Parthenon and like make blueprints of it, that that that's like still need like someone who's good at making blueprints to do that.
1: Yeah, but that's a draftsman, not an architect. You know? Yeah. No. Okay. If it's drafted or like, but didn't design it. I'm oh, just sick ma- of, maybe maybe there's, maybe there's a different facade on it. I'm just sick of how cocky architects are getting these days. They look. Oh.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I just, Okay. Uh, He's I just, on the
1: Wikipedia page. Yeah, I, ju- I,
0: ju- I just scrolled down the Wikipedia page for for the for, for the in Nashville, and uh, there is a picture of uh, uh, there is a picture of William Crawford Smith uh, holding the Confederate flag because he was a, a member of the Confederate army. Oh no! In eight, so it, it was it was built in eighteen ninety seven, but he he was a veteran of the uh, of of the Civil War.
1: Now, do you want to call him the creator? Hmm?
0: I mean. I mean I mean yeah he's still he still is. I mean he, he seems like he fucking sucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think if people And there is also the Athena Parthenos, they've also got that now in Nashville. They got that in nineteen ninety. Hmm. Uh which is fourteen years AN after Nashville the film. Um and then while everyone is everyone there's a there's a cartoonish uh hilarious Slapstick stunt sequence. Everyone trying to get out of the airport. Um, People smack, uh, uh, break the like guard. Right, tilting yeah. guard rail, uh, they smash that to bits, and then there's a massive pile up in the street. Like, this is the Blues oh, Brothers
0: on the motorway. There's a massive yeah. pile up
1: where they crash like 15 cars into each other, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, and then everyone just gets a very annoyed and yells some exposition at each other.
0: Yep.
1: And we spend some more time with Opal, who is uh, the reporter, yeah, here who, from the BBC, yeah, who, who who
0: who was who like ruined one of the recordings. Uh, who ruined one of Haven's recordings uh, back, back in the first scene. Yeah. And then she spends the rest of the movie just walking around, just really ruining social interactions between people. Her defining character moment uh, is that they take her out of um,
1: Haven's recording into a recording with a gospel choir, oh, which yes. is also where we meet Lili Tomlin. Lili Tomlin? Like she's Lily Subieski's daughter.
0: Lily yeah. Subieski, star of The Glass House.
1: And, of course, everyone's favourite remake of The Wicker Man. 88 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Eighty eight minutes is over a hundred minutes long. Yeah, what it, the it, fuck were they thinking?
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of a movie that's eighty-eight minutes long now. Uh, is a uh, bait maybe. I think that's, I think it's like eighty-four minutes.
1: I recently was listening to my Spotify playlist of my most listened to songs from
0: last year yeah it was all the tenet soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like actually a lot of it was um, <laughs> yeah um no, it wasn't a bit it was it was it was it was all ludwig Ger- garanson's very good score for tenet
1: um uh man rainy night in thailand what an opening bang. i watched the video um about how he made it, the that he did for Rolling Stone, that's really interesting. Um and, and, you know, I was going through other things, Dorian Electra's new EP, mm-hmm. my agenda, that that was great, that was in there. Uh and, and then of course I remembered that I still like Grimes mm-hmm. and was like, oh no. Uh then of course I got to uh like a G six by the Far East movement, <laughs> the cataracts and dev. Um, and so I guess my question to you is how is it to have an empirically wrong opinion? <laughs> what is it like? How, how, how many
0: times did you listen to like a G6 last year? Oh, more than l- six times. <laughs> I, I hear, um, uh, uh, what, why? Uh, I
1: don't, I'm, I'm currently in the process of self-diagnosing myself with ADHD, <laughs> uh, is the real answer to that question. Um, but so, uh, uh, <laughs> and Opal is, uh, is watching this recording of a gospel choir, and, and says like, "Oh, look at them! They're like beautiful animals." Is, is she a
0: missionary? Speaking of Lily
1: Tomlin, Lily Tomlin, Lily Tomlin.
0: No, I'm just doing it now. Oh, okay, I'm just doing it now. Yeah, she she she, she starts just saying like, "Just was like." And always like just like uh, uh crazy like racist imperialist <laughs> stuff like if, if 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 you took their robes off them, you could almost imagine their their their, their naked black bodies frenzied in the sun <laughs> 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 and uh, it's, like it's it's an- inc- it's an incredible performance from from Jordan Chaplin as just like the worst most oblivious type of upper class british person well and, and who <laughs>
1: absolutely loves status and as a reporter seems to hate information (laughs) like there's an incredible gag this film has that it plays two or three times which is she's half-heartedly interviewing someone who is being like now see I've got the real truth about Nashville here I've worked at the record companies and what they're doing with their papers are very she's like oh Elliot Gould is here and (laughs) runs away and there's this incredible sequence of her walking through a car's graveyard She's like the rust the car of scabbed blood, their headlights broken, eyes of
0: a mule, and it, it, it's yeah, and it like. Th- this happens twice once in like a junk car yard and once in like a field where a bunch of school buses are parked and both times she's just walking through like doing these like these like weird like improvised monologues the Uh,
1: the purple list of throws
0: the clip at the beginning surely is from one of them both of these scenes are done in these like one takes which start like on her and then the camera gradually kind of pulls back into these like massive crane shots to just show her alone walking through (laughs) walking through these places and then Eventually there's just like, there'll be like one other person on the side of a frame and she will walk past this other person and then just become incredibly embarrassed that someone saw her do, doing her dumb monologues. She
1: is. Uh, what a comic creation. Yeah. Which you can say about almost every character in this film except yes. for the ones who are serious. And the thing I love so much about this film is that this is a film that's questioning all of its characters, mm. some a lot more than others, but it does not hate any of them maybe it hate Opal. yeah but yeah, I think I've but it, but there is such kind of a charm to her obliviousness yes uh the film ends with an assassination and the punchline almost of the whole film is a shaggy dog story <laughs> is her running and being like what happened what <laughs> happened uh it's incredible we also meet um a woman who's kind of sneaking away from her implicitly abusive husband because yeah. she wants to make it big and she meets uh, a tall man uh, who's like well what if you want to do what, what if you don't make it as a country and western star she says well I'll go back to Glasgow and form a country band there and uh, no. it's the
0: plot of Wild Rose no, no. Um, she says she'll she'll sell truck or she'll go into trucking because she knows about trucks yeah. and then this guy's like Huh, no one's gonna buy trucks from a girl. What are you on about? And she's like, "No, I know a lot about trucks. You know, I, I, I can, I can, I can fix all sort of motors. I, I think I'll be really good at." It. And he's like, "No one would buy trucks from a girl. What are you talking about?" <laughs> but uh, uh, in this, in- I mean, that guy turns out to be a murderer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he is um, the son of the two people who are with La Joan. No,
0: no, no. He, he's, yeah. he, he, they have a room to rent in their house, and he's, he's, uh, and, and he goes, he, and he rents a room. That's why,
1: yeah, and that's yeah. why he's at. Martha's funeral.
0: Yeah. Esther.
1: Who's Martha? Martha Someone is another else. character. They're, they're, all bi- they're all Bible names.
0: Yeah, like Martha. Martha is a Bible name. Is it? Yeah. 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 Why do you think it's in Handmaid's Tale? I, I, I haven't watched or read the Handmaid's Tale. You'd like it. It's
1: very sad. It's about how men treat women like shit. It's got Finn written all over it. <laughs> mainly because it's specifically about you it, it, and yeah, it's also
0: got elizabeth moss
1: it's set in this horrific future dystopia called gilead where america was overtaken which started with an assault on the capital um which is of course ridiculous yeah
0: it's got it's got alexis Bledel with only one eye
1: yeah i mean after a while yeah it's got and dowd in it and Anne Dowd does such uh um an iconically villainous performance Yeah, that- i,
0: I you know, the thing, the thing about her is, I, 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 from, from, from what I've heard, uh, she, she, she she's, she's got a giant dick. She's well endowed.
1: <laughs>
0: but, like, <in> the, <laughs> I
1: was like, I can't <laughs> laugh at this. I know. Um, uh, and, and, um, <laughs> And, like, that combined with hereditary means that when Anne Dowd turns up in American Animals and things like that as just, like, a nice person, <laughs> you're immediately suspicious. And, like, part of American Animals, which is a fine film, check it out. It's about a bunch of people stealing a book. Um
0: all oh, right, That's different Nocturnal Animals. Uh
1: Yeah. And, and not the book thief either. Mm. Um <laughs> By Marcus Zusak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, right. I won the Booker Prize. Probably. I? I mean, it stole it, right? Uh,
0: book uh, anyway, any any Man Booker fans any, listening? Any fans of reading out there? I was I was read. I I, I tried to read through one of the movies today, but you've, uh <laughs> looked at me scornfully. I uh, so yeah, I to, don't do that. So I had to put away my copy of More Than Color.
1: N- n- Nashville hey. isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You don't. But so the interesting thing, kind of like how Hawaii Five O, the the looks of those guys, their neon suits and their loose shirts and their sockless shoes, are within Hawaii Five O supposed to be the signs of two men, Miami Vice, Miami Vice, yeah,
0: not Hawaii, well, it's a different,
1: different. I mean, meh. Are they? Are they different? Yes.
0: Anyway, um, uh, one of them has Daniel Day Kim in the reboot, I think, and one of them had, has you know, yeah, it, yeah, it's over now, yeah, yeah, and and one of them had Colin Farrell in the reboot. Oh. the Irish Daniel Day Kim. I mean, they, yeah, that's a compliment <laughs> it, to both Kim and yeah. Um,
1: Farrell. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think it really holds up, but they're both great.
1: Um, but uh, uh in the way that like that look was supposed to be, look at them
0: that they they don't even have socks yeah, these the, guys these guys are so run down rich. yeah
1: but it became an iconic look and uh the the mechanic the the woman who wants to either sing or sell trucks uh is clearly run down she she slept in her clothes but it is but but it is also like you look at it and go like that is the most fashionable anyone in this film is it's this kind of aloof boho sheet yeah her, her makeup is all smudged into a perfect Yeah, she,
0: she's wearing she, she's wearing like like uh, she, she's wearing like this like like short and like ripped nylons two years before punk was a thing (laughs) really
1: um and and like she she kind of pops in and out of the film until at the very end she finally gets her chance to sing Mm. uh and, and she does and it's um a great ending to a good film yeah um yeah, it is now hard to kind of track the plot from after the, the car pileup because then kind of a bunch of stuff happens. Yeah, in because many it splits off into 15
0: different stories. Yeah, it's
1: 15 films happening at the same time. It's quite hard to track where the stories start or end. Uh, now, in retrospect, I, I should have in some way structured my intro in a way to reflect that, but um, uh, I didn't, and that's a mistake I'll never live
0: down. Yeah, I, I think we should probably just like t- talk, talk about the, the stories of of like a few major characters.
1: So, uh, Lily Tomlin uh, is uh, um, has two deaf children, yes. uh, and a husband who seems to refuse to engage at all. It's Ned Beatty, and he's just been a real pill in
0: this film. Yeah, um, her husband is a guy who's also working with the uh with with the political campaign uh i believe so yes let me double cheese is he the like delbert reese yeah okay yes yes he is okay oh okay okay so uh the 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 thing with a character called martha is that, that 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 is Shelley Duvall's character's real name is martha but she calls herself la joan
1: that's right of course the only name less cool than Joan, Martha. But yeah, Lily Tomlin is 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 struggling in a in a distant relationship, clearly taking all the hard load. Uh, uh, and she has this
0: weird kind of off and on again romantic affair going on um, with uh, uh, with with Tom from the band Tom, Bill, and Mary. Yeah, she met Tom a few months earlier. Yeah, at a recording session, they seem to like each other a bit. Now mm-hmm. And now he's back in town and he's trying to contact her again, but she's hesitant as to whether or not she should see him. Well, and, and uh, her plot in many ways is, is the most
1: internal. A lot mm-hmm. of the other plots are kind of events happening in several parts, whereas hers is, is, is the emotional journey of this woman finally realizing that maybe she can allow herself a moment of happiness uh, yeah. in a hectic and painful world. Um, and uh, leads to like my favorite scene where where she teaches him uh, in bed post coitus post uh, uh, uh teaches him uh, he's like what is the sign language for I love you and she like teaches him reluctantly and then it's like or well, you could say it's nice to meet you I'm glad I met you yeah like whoa 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 buddy <laughs> calm down. So Barbara Jean, after spending some time in hospital collecting um, a massive amount of flowers, a comical amount of flowers, it's like there's several flower shops in there. Uh, Her husband, who is a squat cowboy, um, uh, shows up and he is clearly driving her to work more. He's also her manager, I believe. Yes, Um, And
0: he wants wants to get her out of the hospital, get, get her on stage again. Yeah. Nimbo, she doesn't really feel up to it.
1: Well, and she was going to do uh, the radio show that is broadcast every week from the Grand Ole Opry, the, the goo show, um, but she can't yeah, do it with spike milligan the <laughs> yeah. goo show um well there is a bit during that when you see the live show where it is like and now we're gonna do our ad for goo clusters the gooeyest food available goo goo clusters
0: and it is just this i mean they sing like a jingle about goo goo clusters yeah and it's uh it's bad it's bad yeah but then uh connie who's another
1: big songstress stress uh of the scene comes up and uh, she's very much a a woman of image and that, that she, she's, she's nipped, she's tucked. And I think she might've fucked. (laughs) Um, Can't believe that's where I went with that. My brain was like, say, and then my brain was also like, don't say it. But then my mouth was like, why not? Let's make this offer. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she is uh, bad. She's bad at singing, I think. And I think that's the gag. Yeah. And because that's kind of... And she's there to juxtapose against Sue Lynn, who does an open mic night with her song about how, like, I'm going to call the phone of love and the...
0: The the operator's going to put me through to your number... Star but like b- b- yeah, but what if you're not there to pick up or like you left the phone off the hook? What's my love gonna do then? Yeah, you know, what what's how's our love phone call gonna work if you left your love phone off the hook?
1: Yeah, um my heart is calling you, collect, will you accept discharges? Yeah,
0: we don't have mobile phones yet, but when we do, it'll make it a lot easier to send a love call to you. Yeah,
1: because now it's like, why don't you have your read receipts on? <laughs> when I text you to say what's up I don't know if you've just not read it yet or if you've decided you don't want me to know what's up, it's okay. That's what I presume
0: country and western music is about now. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So yeah. But so, Sue Lyn performs at this uh, open mic night, and while she's performing, and she's doing badly, and pe- people are like pe- 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 <laughs> pe- people are people are laughing at her.
1: Well, the best thing is, is she sings like half a line, and then immediately someone it's like, "Hello there," and
0: someone is that, immediately is like, "You suck." Yeah. It's just like people. And you are like, that's awful, <laughs> <laughs> and it's such an immediate judgment. Yeah, and while she's singing, the bar owner named Trout, he gets a played call played by
1: Eric Kilgore. It's a Kilgore Trout <laughs> joke.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, he uh, he gets uh, he gets a call from the campaign for Hell David Walker. Yeah, being like, hey, we're having a fundraiser yeah. in a few days. Could you get us some entertainment? And we've only like, oh, they're asking each other to find a to find a singer to sing at this fundraiser. And and Trout's like, yeah, i have i some entertainment. I uh, I can think of the perfect person right now. This is Sue woman who's performing, and yeah. be like, oh, that sounds great. And you, as an audience member, are like, does this man not have ears? Or or, he, or he's like, oh, this, this, does he not like this presidential candidate <laughs> and is trying to get him a bad singer for his fundraiser? Is that what's going on here? Is this uh, the political intrigue of the film?
1: But she shows up at the
0: fundraiser. Well, like, like, like an hour later. Yeah. There's so much stuff that happens in between these two scenes that you forget that this is supposed to happen. Yeah. And then um, when it does, she sings a song, and like the entire audience of this fundraiser is just like middle-aged two elderly men yeah. in suits who are just like leering at her the whole time to sing a song and people are sort like laughing at her and like Ugh. but and and then she starts singing a second song yeah. and everyone's just like what the fuck is this? <laughs> what what's what's going on here? And then they just like start throwing dollar bills at her and screaming like take off your clothes, take and she like cries and, and runs off. And then the guy who booked her is like, come on, go back out there, and she's like, I don't know what's happening. I just want to sing, and he's like, No, no, Trout, Trout tr- hired you to be a stripper. Trout told you that's what you were doing, yeah. and and then we realize. The entertainment industry is just about exploiting women and making them feel bad. And
1: then she does the angriest, most perfunctory striptease well, of all like time. Or, like, the, the,
0: the, the, the angriest and the saddest striptease of oh, all time. Oh, yeah, no. It, yeah. It, it, it,
1: it is, to be clear, heartbreaking. But, like, the juxtaposition of her just, like, she takes off her dress and they're like, whoa. And she's just staring at them like, oh, this is what you want. And then she just it's just like she takes off her clothes, like she's getting in the shower, and walks off. But this hall of men are losing their minds like yeah. baboons
0: because it because it's the seventies and they've never seen a naked woman before. I think there were plenty. I think nudity was
1: invented in the sixties. I thought, isn't that what the summer of love was? Someone finally looked under... No, but
0: but, 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 but that was was in the late 60s, and these men were all already old by then. Oh, yeah,
1: they hadn't been part of the the revolution. They hadn't been part of the sit-ins, where people looked under the turtlenecks they were born in and were like, you know how we've got skin on our hands? Mayhap we have it across our bodies. (laughs) People were like, no, no, these turtlenecks, (laughs) they're there (laughs) to keep our organs in. And these dapper dinner pans... (laughs) that we we crossed the womb (laughs) and clothed in but not socks that's the weird thing that's a lot of dapper kids who now that i describe them turtlenecks and dinner pants do sound like beatnik poets Which, yeah, because because that, that's that's what everyone was before the seventies. But no, but that's what people were born in in like fifteen oh one. That's what like a baby born the day they signed the Magna Carta, Holy Grail, <laughs> 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 was born in there. And so they had to make the choice of like we've got to make heavy metal armor to cover up this abomination and these synthetic fibers which at the, the time they probably thought was like the devil's
0: weave but we can't remove yeah. the devil's weave or Innards speak forth yeah and that is why until 1970 all humans went to hell because the, the bible explicitly <laughs> says you can't wear mixed fabrics and every single human <laughs> was born wearing a polyester turtleneck that's until right 1970
1: and that's why all humans went to hell all Spoilers! dogs go to heaven <laughs> for the good place. Oh um, um, yeah, yeah, the, thing yeah. Is the good place. Yeah. The good place. My favorite show. There is quite a lot like homework. <laughs> no, that that's also Mr. The good Robot. Place. It's, it's good place.
0: Mm. It's the it certainly is the. Um, a good place. You've 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 already seen you've already seen Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> a bunch of times. It's a good
1: place. Oh man, Brooklyn Nine Nine. How I'm so worried as to how they are going to deal with, you know, everything. Because mm. they've done a couple of good episodes about, like, being mean to black people. Mm. And, and, you know, but they. here is my pitch. Yep. If you're listening, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a show that I believe has filmed its entire next season private investigators, they all quit.
0: Yeah, just just do an Archer season eight. Is it season eight
1: where, where they start a private investigator yeah, thing? Yeah, Um, they realized they couldn't do their original overarching theme because the villain's name was Isis. No, no,
0: no, because the hero's name was Isis. No,
1: that's right.
0: Yeah, they they, they, they worked for a company, for an organization called Isis. That's right. And then they're like, oh, we can't do this anymore.
1: Uh, and then they did their three seasons, one of which was set in space. Then one was a jungle island and yep. one was noir. Yep. And they're, they're all good. Yeah, now they're back that's kind of a, a main cast la joan does not um oh no barbara uh so her husband manager barbara jean barbara jean uh they have it, it,
0: it's it's, <laughs> it's like Gustav adolf
1: <laughs> um uh they they have a big a big argument uh where she's like uh i was in a fire and i just fainted publicly maybe i don't want to go sing at this thing and he's like you
0: gotta go sing.
1: I'm doing this for you. And oh she... no no, it's,
0: it's because in a hospital room they're watching the the Grand Ole Opry on television. Yeah. And uh, 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 and the show she was supposed to. Yeah. Do. And and they're, they're listening to to they're listening to to Connie uh, do the song that she was supposed to do. Yeah. And do it uh, badly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and Barbara Jean doesn't like Connie. And it seems to be like implied that, that that her husband like might be having an affair with her. Yeah. And 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 so she 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 keeps telling him to to turn it off. And He's like, no, I want to hear it while well, he's like stuffing his face with, with with like with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah,
1: it's that. It seems like product placement. There's so much Kentucky Fried Chicken in this scene.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't seem like product placement that Kentucky Fried Chicken would enjoy. Um, I don't know. I feel like they want to be attached to abusive partners. Like, yeah, it, it's not like it's not like the, the, the last like half hour of 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 New Year's Eve where where everything is like you're
1: gonna say killer joe no
0: where where everything is is sponsored by nivea and it's just like nivea bands around people wearing nivea hats yeah and
1: and that explains why every single person on new year's eve
0: has such great skin
1: yeah yeah looks like a damp dolphin um but but during this... V, arg- the apex of human beauty, a damp dolphin. But uh, during this argument, she's like, do you think these flowers are for you here? Have, have some flowers. And she picks up one group of flowers and gives it to him, and another one. And there is just something very specifically about the aesthetic... Uh, of, like, ridiculous-looking 70s people where I'm always like, this is a minute away from turning into airplane, <laughs> And I just kept her being like, you're on these flowers? No, have this camera. The scene's being filmed on. Yeah, Here, have or,
0: Milton Bow. Or so she, like, pulls out her IV, and like,
1: here, have this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and and then it turns into Fury Road. Uh, no. geez, his yeah, she's
0: his blood Um But so he... Uh, yeah, no, it, it's good all been cut out, but see, like, we were tattooing her blood type on her. <laughs> uh, and then... uh
1: um uh but then he uh uh, in a in a stunning and upsetting uh, turn of the scene kind of takes back control and abusively forces her to agree to do um another show uh like the opriarium it's another opri thing um and and she agrees because it's the best for both of them even though it's not and it is um it feels stunningly modern in the way that almost all Altman does. Yeah. But it is like, but it is also like, oh, that's right. We, we've we known what's wrong with men for literally millennia. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, sorry. Um, but so she goes to this live show. And she does a bit of a song, and then well, she, yeah, yeah,
0: she, she 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 does one song, and you're like, oh, okay, this is this is what like the one of the things that I really like about this movie is you can tell the difference between the songs that Oldman thinks are good and the songs that Oldman thinks are bad. Yeah. like you, you can tell it, like she is a good singer, and this is like a much better written song than all the previous songs. And you
1: can also tell that she loves doing it.
0: Yes, and and also I, I believe the song was written by the actress.
1: Yeah, I, that makes sense. Yeah, um, uh, but then she starts doing a ramp up for the second song. Song, and like a Mr. Showbit, it just, just keeps going and going. Yeah. It's like, when I was a wee child, I bought some ice cream from a man and his name was Mr. Glass. Not, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I thought that was funny because in French, glass means... Samuel L. Jackson, his bones are made of glass, and he told me a long story about how once he wanted to go on the roundabout, so he took two stuffed toys with him, put me either side, and then as it began to spin, they fell away, and she just tells he's long, and then, while well, I went back home to Chattanooga, where the postman, his name was Mr. Costner, which is funny, because Kevin Costner, an unrelated actor, went on to, t- and now
0: we'll just start up that song, and then they start to play the intro of the song and then she starts talking again (laughs) and and she does this other monologue my grandmama used to walk around with her false teeth and she was always clacking her false teeth at the radio (laughs) and she would go out and feed the chickens and uh, you, uh, you all know what a chicken sounds like the chicken goes like bark 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 um, and that, that's not me doing it, but she she does that in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> she she just does but, a chicken impression says, for a
1: while. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates, and then
0: she... I've always relied on the kindness
1: of strangers. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 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 but she's clearly feeling dazed, and the audience, of course, instantly turns on her. Yeah, her... as if they're
0: expecting her to do a perfunctory striptease. <laughs> Yeah, they are very clearly, like, seeing a a sick woman who is not able to handle being out in the heat and is, like, not fully sure where she is. And they're just like, boo, you suck.
1: We want to hear songs about cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Because it gives uh, you like, now I'll sing you a song. It's called My Best Friend's a Cowboy. And my Best Girlfriend's a Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's play. And then, of course, her husband comes on stage and is like, what are you doing? And, and rushes her off stage. And then um, oh, he has been asked if she will perform at the fundraiser for the replacement party guy.
0: Yeah. And, and like, he's like no, she doesn't get involved in politics. No. We're not going to do this. We we've, we've got a we've got a squeaky clean image. Well uh, and
1: because uh, as a brief tangent an interesting thing about the the politics of this film is that so much of it focuses on Dixiecratism. Yes. There there there's a um an older character who in my head I can only call a raisin because that's how yeah. I am very well I, 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 I,
0: I, I believe her character's name is Lady Pearl. La,
1: Lady Pearl, um, who is kind of obsessed with uh, JFK. Yeah. And, and 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 Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. Um, and, and how they took south and talking about racism and that there's not really. You know, for Nashville and country and Western, I have an assumption of political affiliation and it is less to do with the damp squibs the that, that one would call the modern democrat- the the one would call the Democratic Party and more to do with the, the Democrats,
0: li- more like the Democrats, <laughs> am I right? Uh,
1: uh, and more to do with the live ammunition that is the modern the GOP, the gross old fuckers. That's ph
0: the GOP, <laughs> more like the uh, uh uh also demons.
1: You know, I've been looking at, at Americans America's political landscape recently, yeah, and I've really begun to think that maybe this Donald Trump guy uh, isn't that great. I don't... He he seems to have some... He, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about him. Um, any... Ooh, um, but... Uh, so desperate on stage to regain this animalistic crowd. The crowd also has you know half of the cast in it at, at, the, at any point we should every it's scene got we got did... glenn
0: yeah it's got probably jeff goldblum uh, scott glenn who's a guy returning from vietnam i believe uh or is vietnam over I, I, uh 75 so I, 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 but it's set in 76 yeah yeah uh yeah so uh, uh I, I, I i think vietnam is like kind of just like ramping down uh yeah as it would do for the next 30 years but he uh, but he, he he's uh, uh, he is yeah he he's a soldier who is obsessed with with barbara Jean because yeah. his his mum lived next door to Barbara jean is well, and is the one who like the, who called the fire brigade and got her out of the fire, yeah, and he just wants to see her yeah
1: uh uh to see her perform yeah uh, and he misses her first song. Uh, and arrives in is saddened mm. uh, uh, during this, but uh, the oh, there's
0: also a scene where, like, while she's at the hospital, he, 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 like, like he just like comes into her room one night yeah. and and just like sits in a chair in the corner, yeah, yeah. and and, and then when 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 a nurse comes in the next morning and like, opens all like, oh, Miss Balpageen, time time to wake up. He, he he just like stands up and is like, oh oh oh, uh, uh, I guess it's a raw room <laughs> and just just walks out. Um, and it it was interesting that that scene was
1: included. Because normally, when to to think of like not to get to film one hundred and one, but to include a scene in a film, there should normally be an incident or or something that 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 is worthy of observation. Um, and and, and most of the time, it, it contains an abhorrent or 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 irregular activity mm. or the implication of one. And so, it was odd to see this kind of standard scene uh, of a man. Uh, as he normally, as anyone would, paying tribute to one of his heroes by breaking into their hospital room and, and staring at them. I mean, who hasn't who hasn't done that? I mean, I can count the times on, uh, oh, I'd need a lot of extra hands. Can you lend a hand to count the amount of times I've just gone in my military uniform and
0: said... Uh, no, I cannot. Stared. Sorry, I just cut all my fingers off. <laughs> oh, have
1: you... Uh, how many times... Uh, when was the last time you went? Um, because it's uh, do you know why they charge for parking? Because so many people are there, just hoping for a celebrity to come in, so they can Mm. do the old. But you wouldn't, you know. I I feel weird talking about it, but that's because it's just so such a given Mm. that you don't that you. It's like saying good things to the bus driver. Yeah, you know, no one ever talks about saying thanks to the bus driver. We just all do it. You know, I'm not
0: allowed in hospitals,
1: um, but for unrelated reasons. Uh, it's
0: because uh, I just love. Yep. and in a few years, when <laughs> when you see the uh, when you see the fantastic uh, New Zealand comedy Burn Victim, dumb, you'll, you'll get to see the scene where 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 stands outside a hospital and says, "I'm not allowed in there." <laughs> uh,
1: uh, that's a very funny joke. <laughs> oh Nick Simpson, what a joke! Um, what a jokester. <laughs> No, uh, no, it's unrelated. It's because I've got a big stethoscope, stethoscope collection. And, like, oh, there's only one. Uh, You've got to get a stethoscope fresh, which is from a fresh doctor's corpse. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. So. <laughs> um, uh, 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 everyone is at the big political, well, the... Um, uh, l a jones' aunt dies in hospital with her never having seen her with joan never having seen her
0: yeah um, because because jones always uh, yeah always just go go going out on dates with 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 different with different men to just um, avoid being around her her uncool uh uh, uncle and then she doesn't even go to uh the funeral no because because there's a there's a big political rally on that day Uh, Uh -uh. and there's there's nothing that that, there's nothing that the teens love more than a than a giant political rally for a for an outside chance third party candidate. well
1: like if bernie sanders meteoric rise to defeating donald Trump uh, uh prove anything or, or more locally, Chloe Swalbrick, winning in Auckland Central. Yep. It is that young people, bloody love, just
0: angry dudes.
1: Yep. <laughs> angry, angry dudes people. like
0: Chloe Swarbrick
1: So um, at this big political rally at the Herculaneum. No, the Parthenon. Yeah, they're all the same. Herculaneum, Parthenon. They sound the same.
0: Mm, not really.
1: So uh, Barbara Jean's husband manager uh, sees that it's like, she'll do it. But there can be nothing political, and so throws a fit when he sees a giant uh, placard that's like "Vote for the Replacement Party." And this is also why they explain why he is off screen. He's he's behind the Parthenon, and,
0: mm.
1: and then uh, uh, so old uh, Hubert Humphrey um, sings a song. I think.
0: Who who are you talking about? Oh, uh, uh, ha- 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 Haven Hamilton. Yeah, Haven. Yeah, yeah he 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 Bernie comes out and Hancock. sings a song. With 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 Barbara, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's an okay song. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean he he he. It's the song that made them both famous. That's right. the one that's like
1: one is for love. All oh, right, right. Two yes, yes, yes. is for more love. Three is
0: a number that comes after two. Oh, and I just remember the well, 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 so back during the, like a uh, scene of a grand old opera, uh, Haven Hamilton sings a song which is about uh, uh, how he's thinking about abandoning his family,
1: <laughs> no, right.
0: and he's like, "I wanna leave my wife, but there's three reasons why I can't. One's called Stephen, one's called Kathy one's called uh, Josephine."
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and then it's this the chorus of people being like, "He wants to leave his
0: wife." <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I believe the Rick Rose is
0: like doing it for the kids. Oh, right, right,
1: doing yes. it for the kids. <laughs> I love infidelity.
0: Oh, God, doing it for the kids. It's, it's such a funny song.
1: It is. Oh, uh, what a jacket. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is. It's 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 such a perfect parody of like that sort of country musician. Oh, I love I love um, it, I love it so much. Tiny
1: little Elvis wannabe, um, and. and but then Barbara Jean uh, sings a great song yes. that, that's sincerely beautiful. And then um, I took a little nap, and the credits were rolling, so I presume everything went fine. Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> she got
0: shot and probably murdered. Oh God! By the guy who, uh, by the guy who told. Uh, um, uh, I think I think the 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 uh, I think the, the one who wanted to be a singer uh, or a truck driver. I think her name was Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah so Barbara Jean gets shot by the man who told Albuquerque that no, yep. no one would buy trucks from a girl, and uh, uh, he's also a man who rented uh, the, the uh, who rented a spare room at uh, 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 rented a spare room at La Jones' uncle's house. And there, there was one scene earlier on in the movie where he's uh, uh, where he's calling his mum, and his mum's like, "Oh, come on home, why not you? Come on, one not you come on back to wherever we're from? And we'll you know we'll have we'll I'll make you dinner, and you can." And he's like, no, mom, fuck off. I'm, I'm doing important stuff in Nashville. And while he is on the phone, Shelley Duval is wandering around the house in... Uh, the uh, uh, pigtails, a tie-dye t-shirt, and un- and underpants. Yeah. Uh, and and is just like looking and just like looking through all the stuff. And she she picks up his like violin case, and he's like, "Don't open that." And she's and she's like, "Oh, I want to see it." And he's like, "No." I mean, later on, he gets a gun out of his violin case. Yeah.
1: And
0: and then, uh, and, then, and, then, and yeah, and then, and then he and he Sirhan Sirhan's uh, Barbara Jean.
1: <laughs> um. Um, I mean, no, but he actually operates alone in this, uh, in this case. Um, Fine, he he he. Oswalds how, uh, Barbara Jean. I mean, uh, a crack squad of assassins dressed as hobos didn't actually
0: fire the killing shot. Uh, I've no time for JFK conspiracies. <laughs> I just it's like what, what one of it's one of the least interesting conspiracy theories. Okay, can I turn your
1: mind around on that in one thing? Uh, I bet you can't. Uh, uh, of the three.
0: Of the suspected three hobos. Yeah, one of them's Woody Harrelson's dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Woody Harrelson's dad is one of. Any yeah, the other one's Ted Cruz's
0: dad. We <laughs> No,
1: nah, he was too busy uh, being in the, in the uh, Chris file. What? what? Oh, I was trying to think of the version of Zodiac they used in the first Debbie Harry. He's the Virgo killer. Anyway, to, oh. I was trying to do a slant oh. Zodiac. Right, reference. yeah. yeah. Um, but anywho, but it is that moment. Uh, uh Barbara Jean being shot uh, is is a pretty big, obviously pretty big revelation for several characters. Yep. Um, Lily Tomlin is 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 dragged away. Uh, from uh. Her- her new man friend by her husband. And that's very tragic, but yeah.
0: And, uh, 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 and, and Scott Glenn, who's in the audience, finally getting to, finally getting to see her sing. Yeah. He, he goes and punches the p- punches of a would be assassin.
1: Um, uh Sue Lynn
0: seeing, oh, like this
1: is what fame is. Yeah. She, 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 she like to,
0: yeah. She, yeah, she's standing on like the edge of the stage. Cause she was promised by the guy who made her strip the night before, that wow. she could, that she could sing with, with Barbara Jean. And, uh, as, as like a makeup for for sexually exploiting her,
1: uh, and um, what's her name? Kentucky, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, n- n- named after the Weird Al Yankovic song, <laughs> of course. Um, Albert Bukerke <laughs> is her full name. Alberta Bukerke. Yeah. um, uh uh, uh uh gets up to sing a song that's um that that should be the comic punchline to the film like it fit. Fe- like describing it sounds like it's going to be funny but it's like everything's terrible but i don't care yeah and it's just kind of about weathering terrible times
0: yeah that bread costs a million cents but i don't care <laughs> my truck's full of mice but i don't care my house is on fire, but I don't care. My friends uh, call me by the wrong name, but I don't care. But she's like a really good singer, actually. Yeah, it's, a, no, it's, a, it's a good song. And, I, the, and the movie ends on it, and it's really nice. Well,
1: And it's this immaculately judged moment yes. of tone to go from this tragic thing to to this. Like, you could recut the sequence. You, could, you would not change anything but the cut. To make it fall flat like yeah. well, which, which is which is like what w- which is
0: actually kind of like what I was expecting it to to do yeah because like we, we've never seen her sing before in a movie yeah and she's just been this kind of like wreck of a woman yeah I mean yeah and, and the scene where she like she gets up and her like and and she 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 like gets up off the ground where she, where she's just been like lying during the rest of the concert she like gets up and like ripped tights and like doesn't really <laughs> seem to know where she is yeah. and starts or like mumbling the song and you're like okay it's going to end on on this sort of like on, on, on this sort of like weird note of, of of like everyone's everyone's like kind of confused and lost yeah but, but then she she like she like picks up and turns out she's a really good singer and the, the and then the, the like band on stage joins in and the, the church choir on stage joins in then the audience starts to join in and yeah. it's just this like incredible moment of, of like human connection
1: yeah, uh, and uh, but it's
0: not like naive about what that moment none. means, which which I think it, like it it is like this is an important moment for all these people, but it's also not suggesting that like, oh, we all just need to get together and sing a song and yeah, everything's gonna yeah, be okay.
1: Um, and, and yeah, it, it's it's great. Yeah, uh, and, and then the credits roll, and of course there are oh, just it's one of the many connections with New Year's Eve. Where there, there's a sequence of Zach
0: Efron leading Michelle Pfeiffer onto a dance floor. Yeah, and you see see all you, you see them <laughs> dancing in the bloops.
1: Yeah, and there's hilarious bloops. Do you want to know what made me laugh the most about New Year's Eve's bloopers?
0: Sure.
1: Uh very few. The, of the fact
0: them... that they included them. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they so desperately wanted bloopers that some of them are just people doing like like one is Sophia Vergara. Uh, they do a take of something and Sofia Vergara's like, oh, sorry, I didn't interrupt her. And that's included. (laughs) That's just a minor mistake.
0: Yeah. Yeah. there's, There's one where like Zac Efron pulls up on his bike next to Michelle Pfeiffer and she's like, hey, Mrs... Oh, what's your character's name? Yeah, it was very I, funny. Like,
1: he's a storm of charm, a former cell executive. Yeah, film. he's a he's a re, he's a real Baywatch. So New Year's Eve, shout or sound?
0: Yeah, uh, Nashville, shout or sound?
1: I mean, it's sound, Yeah, right? no,
0: it's it's a it's a fantastic movie, and I'm very excited to watch uh, more uh, Robert Altman movies now.
1: I was so worried watching it because as much as like, oh yeah, obviously he he's satirical, and obviously I know where mm. it goes uh having having gone gone once before into nashville um but that that opening moment we've been through this for 200 years we are in such deprecedented times that it could be very easy for this film even with its faint skepticism to just be like oh come the fuck Mm -hmm. on like stop with your death cult of exceptionalism america but it is so like Altman and what is the the author's name? Um mm. it's one of his close collaborators. I'm, I'm but moments away from telling you it. Okay. Um oh, uh Joan Tewksbury. Okay. Joan, yeah, Joan Tewksbury um have this real understanding uh of if you just show an audience these things, they'll get it. Yes. You know? And they'll get the layers of these things, and you can be like, this machine is bad, but the joy of performance can be good. And and that, like, the mystery of this country uh, uh, is monstrous uh, and capitalism is destroying everything. But also within that, there can be hope for for human connection, even if it is between a bad singer and a pickup artist doing a salt disappearing trick. um and i and and especially that final moment is being like oh no yeah no that that this film can withstand this moment i think is a real tribute to it and i think there are a lot of
0: very good films that do not withstand this moment Mm. i think like new year's eve was sort of the perfect movie to to do with this because it is (laughs) yeah it is, it is
1: very similar in yeah, a lot of ways
0: yeah but it, it lacks all of the skepticism that Nashville has and like it, it similarly opens with with, with with this like montage of Christmas chair and like cheesy Americana yeah but it want, it, it expects you to love all, all, all of this stuff yeah And it, it's like here, here's a bunch of American flags here's a giant uh, nutcracker guy here's uh, well, here, here's someone doing some voiceover about uh, about how, how special this time of year is
1: um, it of course opens with the sentiment, if there's one thing um, that connects the world, it's New Year's Eve. Everyone coming together in the same moment, which yeah. is we should just flag straight up, just factually untrue. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it's like, not
0: there is the a running through throughout the film. One of the characters who is played by Hillary Swank, she is in charge of the Times Square ball uh, drop at, at uh, yeah, midnight. That
1: iconic. Thing that everyone sets their clock to yeah. and is not only aware of through films like New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah, and, and like it, it is a running through thing private film. but like everyone, not just in New York, not just in America, but everyone in the world is obsessed with the with with the New York Times Square ball yeah. drop. Which like here, here's here's a thing, in America. For 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 most places in the world. Uh, uh, New New Year's happened a day ago yeah. when, when when that fucking ball drops, <laughs> and also uh, and also New Year's doesn't happen at the same time even in America. You have like four different time zones. Yeah, five if you count uh, the time zone of
1: sixteen sixteen in Donald Trump's head. Am I right? Well,
0: uh, and 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 Hawaii.
1: <laughs> yeah. The it's also in a different time. time zone, I thought that was the fourth time zone though
0: okay, so there's there's eastern time, yeah central time central time mountain time pacific what is mountain time is that just uh, i I think because that's, that's, the air
1: is thinner time seems to uh, go faster. I, I think that's
0: thats so like in in this, uh, it's, it's, i think that that's in the, the like appalachians and like that oh. kind of like slice of a country is is mountain time or fly of a country' <clears throat> it's cause all their genes are buttons up that's why it's fly over a country. Mm-hmm. Oh right.
1: Then <laughs> rate that joke out of ten. Uh, three and a half. So New Year's Eve, um,
0: directed by Gareth Marshall. So Gary, so excited to have you in. N- not 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 as good a director as
1: his brother Neil Marshall <laughs> or his brother Johnny Marr. Yep. Remember from yep. earlier. I remember from from the opening. Um. So, Gary, so excited to have you in.
0: Uh, I'm not going to do a Gary Marshall impression <laughs> because that feels like stealing Paulo Tompkins' whole thing.
1: Yeah. Good Kiwi accent, Gary. So this film you're working on, Valentine's Day, huge hit. Yep. Struck me in the heart. I especially liked how it was love, actually. Um, yep. So this New Year's Eve film, just obviously we're going to give you the money. Just pitch it to me. Well... It's 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 Valentine's Day again. Okay. Yep. But it's happening on New Year's Eve. So, we're Eve. calling
0: Valentine's Day. Uh, or uh are they just
1: two eyes and time.
0: Uh no, nope. Uh, I am I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the funny guy here. Oh, um, I'm, the, I'm the funny guy here. Mr 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 Mr, <laughs> Mr, 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 Mr fucking joke-ups. Okay? I I created happy days. I'm the master of comedy. You don't get to do jokes <laughs> at me. I just did not expect you to be this aggressive, Gary. You're a fucking bean counter. (laughs) You're a pencil
1: pusher. Look, you're nothing. Just because I'm a vampire (laughs) doesn't mean that if someone drops a bunch of beans, I have to count
0: them. That's that's rice. You don't even know your own (laughs)
1: mythology, you fucking guanxi. I'll have you know I'm a legume vampire. It's why I love to count cashew nuts because they're technically legumes. Anyway, and peanuts. So uh, Valentine's Day too. So it's set
0: on the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's set, yeah, it's set on New Year's Eve, the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Well, I only really think that there are three days in the year. Yeah, Chris, there's, there's there's Valentine's Christmas, Valentine's Day,
0: there's New Year's Eve, and there's Mother's Day. Oh, Those are the three yes. days of the year. You,
1: I. I Got anything cooking for mother's day Maybe uh, yes we'll do that but next. but I,
0: I don't want to make it till I'm on my death's door.
1: <laughs> How old are you now? you're like H-E-A.
0: uh you look good for it uh you know i i've i've lost I've lost count I think I'm in my mid seventies uh now going into the production of New Year's Eve, which you're about to green light
1: yeah well we've got some uh obviously there's got to be some give and take yeah. Um, so obviously we've got a couple of multi-picture deals with some talent. I'll chuck them your way. I'm interested to see how you use them. So uh we we've got um uh Leah Michelle from being the bully on the set of Glee. And, and No
0: what 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 I've uh, I've 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 never seen Glee. I haven't watched any uh, TV since uh, uh since, i I've watched TV since Laverne and Shirley went off the air.
1: Um oh, she's very much the unthinking man's Barbara Streisand,
0: is how I Oh call she she's a, she's she's a singer? She can sing. Okay, yeah. okay. What 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 if what if I cast her as a uh, 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 as a singer.
1: Okay. Uh that that's good. I've got oh, the schedules crossover but she's quite dour and we know she's very controlling. Right. And she doesn't seem like someone who would like fun. And okay. on the other hand, um Ashton Kutcher won't stop scratching at my door cuz he's part dog and saying please I just desperately need to be in a film please. The Steve Jobs thing it didn 't work out for me, no one for yeah, some it, reason i mean uh,
0: it, it didn 't work out from like two years in the future <laughs> yeah
1: yeah they they held it in the can until <laughs> still Jobs. Chief's, chief's jobs she, 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 chief's she, jobs no the sour cream and chives jobs <laughs> I, 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 I desperately no one could take me seriously uh as as a thoughtful. <laughs> uh maniac and then he gets off his surfboard and then hung 10 on my desk yelling please i'll do anything so i said i know gaz
0: marshall oh, from okay it's, it's, Mindy. the past tense is hang 10 it's only hung 10 if you don't have your penis <laughs>
1: But you are, you are Gary, you are so. Well, I told funny. you, I'm the
0: master of comedy. I'm Gary Marshall. So,
1: just are there two parts for famous fun lover? He radiates a sense of energy. He's one of the two and a half men, Ashton Kutcher, and famous sourpuss Leah Michelle. What do you want to well, well, do with I,
0: I So, here, here's the thing I think. That when I when I hear a name Ashton, you know, I, I hear ash, ash. Yeah. You know, it's grey, it's dark, it's it's hot, but then it's cold. You know, when it when it cools down, something cold. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, all 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 you know, all, all all the sparks gone out. You know, all yeah. the sparks gone out. He's. He's 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 he's, he's, a, he's a he's a sad man. He's he's yeah. he's a sad guy. He hates New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, uh, th- for some reason, this is a character trait, but a human being has. He <laughs> yeah. hates New Year's Eve. Okay. Uh, How do we show that very quickly? Um, hmm. Okay. Like, I need an oh.
1: establishing character moment where someone. Okay. <laughs> he's
0: he's he's. Uh, we're in New York. Oh, okay. We're in an Humphrey apartment. That's where people live in New York. We're in apartments. High rise building. We've got one of those old uh, one of those old elevators that has like a great people in front of it. Oh yeah. He's he's walking down the hallway. He's uh 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 he's he's on his phone to to his to his to his friend. His friend. He's on his phone to his friend. We'll cast him later. Uh and he <laughs> see, he sees he sees all around him. New Year's Eve decorations—something uh-huh. that everyone has, yeah—something yeah, unavoidable. Yeah. Well, I've I still haven't taken down my Happy New Year sign from two New Years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he 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 sees he sees, he sees all the traditional uh, New Year's Eve lights and New Year's Eve tinsel. Yeah. He can't stand it. Yeah, it makes him so mad. Yeah, he rips it all down in a fury. Okay, I've got a punch up for you. There's also let me be clear: no jokes in this scene. <laughs>
1: I've got, okay, obviously you you invented Laverne and Shirley. I got a punch up for you though. Mm-hmm. What if there's a Merry Christmas sign that's up? He took the C and the R from that and put them on a Happy New Year sign. So it said, and I'm sorry to swear, crappy New Year.
0: Now, I know that you're supposed to be the one greenlighting my movie. <laughs> so the way I was going to take this bit doesn't work, just on the face of it. But, uh. I think you've got something good.
1: (laughs) Great. I have a spec script as well. And (laughs) it's about an older woman who quits her job working for John Lithgow and is like, I've got a list of things that I want to do and I've decided that I need to do them in one night. And so she hires a young bike messenger uh, and, and they do them. It's called premium rush. I think we could take some of the ideas off the top of that, off the top, and we could leave the core bike messenger plot. And I could use that elsewhere. Is there anything you
0: could do with that? Mm-hmm. Bike bike messenger, bike messenger. Uh, he's got to be, he's got to be speedy. You know, he's got, he's yeah. got, he's got to be young. He's going to, to be live yeah. athletic. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Robert De Niro. R- r- uh, no, no, no. You, you, you had me, even you lost me. Oh. Um. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm thinking it's got to be someone who knows how to move, right? Ah. When you think about riding a bike, isn't just, isn't just yeah. a form of locomotion. No. It's a form of dancing because it, it, yeah. it, involves your feet, it involves your hands, it involves your, you got to engage your core. So it's, a, yeah. it's a, it's a, dance, right? We, we yeah. need, we need, we need a, we need a song and dance man. Look, I'm, I'm, alluding... I'm, think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Neil Patrick Harris. Great. Let's you see know, from about. from from Doctor Horrible
1: Sing Along Blog. Yeah, I'll just give him a call. Hey Neil, um, do you want to work with Gary Marshall on a? Uh, yeah, that is. I did know you're a magi- magician. <laughs> yeah, no, you are. It's so quirky. Yeah, no, how I met your mother has not has not aged. <laughs> Okay, I gotta do do it. Yeah, no. Um, let's not work with him. He he seems very tiring. I've got a patch for you. We've got a secret project where we're reanimating Gene Kelly. Oh, um, and if that doesn't work, Zac Efron owes me a favor. Which of those two would
0: you prefer, Zombie Kelly or Zac Efron? Uh, uh true question.
1: I, same person.
0: I, really? You? So yeah. there's like a Wonder Woman 1984 thing where you put. Gene have, Kelly's soul into Zac Efron. No, have you ever seen any of Zach Efron's blood? Uh,
1: nah, it's all Gene Kelly's blood. We drained him and refilled him back up. That got into his brain. Filled him with Gene Kelly's thoughts. That's why he's the modern Gene Kelly. Okay,
0: so so that, that's why I didn't get any younger when I drank Zach Efron's blood at that Hollywood party that one time. No, I'm very sorry about that. I wish you know, I was throwing those parties. Look,
1: I get jeans. Jeans, they're called. <laughs> Okay so he now who'd you want for the older woman? The
0: older you, you got to have someone who who's who's haggard yeah. who who seems past her prime.
1: Ah, I've got a just
0: spinster, unlovable Robert De Niro. This time I like where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I
1: mean what's Michelle Pfeiffer up to, right? I mean, she, Probably he. Yeah, she's She's a TV show, right? She must. I don't, I don't. I don't think so. But like, but like, she 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 doesn't need a TV show. She's Michelle Pfeiffer. Just to she... break K for a moment. Yeah. Can I read you an entry uh, from What Lies Beneath's IMDb trivia page?
0: Sure. J- 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 just to just to also break K for a moment. Uh, like right before you said, I've got a spec script. I was about to. I was about to say something about a spec script. <laughs> uh, I was about. I was about to ask if you had any spec scripts you wanted to send in to me for pilots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is i just want to underline i don't know quite how but this i'm sure in and what lies beneath does i think a very good job mm. uh i've not heard any major complaints uh against her performance except for this one this is on the imdb trivia page yep. and i feel like this encapsulates in one way in one I'll trivia reference everything that i hate about how people engage with films for what lies beneath. Michelle Pfeiffer had a bizarre habit of nodding yes when making an affirmative statement to her husband, Harrison Ford, and nodding no when her lines were in the negative, as if to convince the audience the truth of her words. This is a well-known acting crutch that novice actors are taught to drop in acting 101. It looks contrived as people do not do this in real life. Like, I've never wanted to reach through a computer more and slap someone than the person who wrote that. Like, fucking calm down. Yeah.
0: That's weird. I Just
1: because the drama teacher who's probably grooming you <laughs> said that once doesn't mean you've got to come for Pfeiffer. But anyway, Gary, I've just realised looking at our contracts here that we have a uh, we already have some existing footage of Michelle Pfeiffer and Zach Efron dancing. Um, it was shot for the end credits of Nashville, uh, and, and in fact, we'll work more here.
0: Yeah. Okay. So okay. So I'll I'll, I'll so I have Michelle Pfeiffer as the as the, uh, as the haggard, disgusting old woman who, yep. who Zach Efron uh, uh, somehow manages to fall in love with.
1: That said, I'm very good at predicting films. I think she'll give the best performance in the film by quite a wide margin.
0: Uh, I, I think that is uh, that is unquestionably true, <laughs> uh, just based on who I usually cast in things. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, yeah,
0: you're all accurate. And also, like, oh,
1: you know, we can get a job lot. We've got a there's there's something called the Catwoman discount, which is when you hire one Catwoman, you get multiple Catwomen. Yeah. For pennies on the dollar, we can get Halle Berry up in this film Are you excited? Got something for her to do uh
0: I think she should have uh, a totally thankless role as uh, uh, as as the as the one person of color in the movie oh. no, as as one of the two people of color in the movie yeah. she should have a totally thankless role uh, uh with with absolutely no arc and no real character and not really have anything to do
1: i don't that's I... the opinion
0: of me, Gary Marshall.
1: Ah, uh, Gary. uh, obviously you're an you artistic man. You know why
0: those days were happier? Yeah, <laughs> but, but fucking think about it.
1: Okay, Gary. I think it's very. You're obviously an artistic
0: <laughs> maverick. <laughs> but could <laughs> you know, I, The thing I say about me is I'm a I'm a I'm a real Seon Sono. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: the Japanese director. Yeah, who is currently, I believe, probably in high school. I'm gonna say, <laughs> but I've seen his work. Uh, it's. Uh. Is this,
0: is this taking place during the make during the make of New Year's Eve or Nashville? <laughs> no, you're right. I was, my brain was still in Nashville. Yeah, because we've because because pre- he, he made Suicide Club in two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're yeah, and right. he made his he made his first like short I am single and in eighty six. That's what I was. I was, I thought we were still in Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a talking. Anyway, Gary
0: Marshall bit's over now. Uh New Year's <laughs> Eve, there's so many people in it. Um almost all of them give bad performances. Uh so Be-
1: I want uh, to push Apart from Gary. Michelle
0: Pfeiffer, who, who's good in in G- New Year's Eve? Gary, I want uh, to push back <laughs> I just want to push back okay, on you, one you, can, you can pitch one more person.
1: Uh, no, no, no. Is I think getting Halle Berry involved she's gonna want some acting. Yeah. You say she doesn't have an arc. I don't want to mess with that. What if we it's 2012 mm. i understand as of, I desperately, like people are
0: allowed in the army now i, I desperately got out of my pod this morning
1: <laughs> went to the streets grabbed someone and yelled what year is it who is the president um uh and so i what if her final scene is she's all dressed up to go out for for New Year's Eve, but actually she sits in front of a computer and talks to her her partner who is uh, in um, probably Afghanistan in the military. Yeah. Uh and, and let's say uh, uh, it's some common actor. Um, oh, I you know who it could be? Who Robert De Niro? <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: No everyone it's common the star of John Wick chapter 2
1: Yeah the I mean it's a star turn. he's so he's so good in Smallfoot that. is it Smallfoot? Yeah uh, I think it is Smallfoot yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it's it's Smallfoot the 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 film where he famously played Stonekeeper
1: <laughs> Yeah, and like Stonekeeper um who uh, spoilers, but halfway through is revealed to be a, a, not not a good guy.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, but then he. But b- 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 what about Dorgal? How how how's Dorgal turn out? But he
1: raps all the he he has a rap where he raps both a lot of the exposition and his villain song, and it's great. That's one of two good bits in Small Feet small foot small foot and the other the other one is when james Corden gets a voice message that is just james it's your father i'm no longer ashamed of you those are two good jokes um so gary the you want to you say you want to make it about the ball drop how are you going to complexify that
0: uh the ball's going to break when it's when it's going up uh, okay and so there's like uh, there's, 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 there's like a lot of there's, there's a lot of like fear about whether it's going to come down in time because as, as you and I both know as, as Americans yeah. there is nothing more important than the Times Square New Year's Eve ball drop
1: Look, I have to tell you that one time I accidentally fell asleep before I saw the ball drop and the next year of my life was plagued with such terrible luck I chipped a nail I chipped a tooth I ate a chip Of poison and died, and then they had to give me Gene Kelly's blood. That's why I'm constantly dancing at my treadmill desk.
0: Yeah, it's a treadmill desk, but goes side to side rather than. Yeah, no,
1: it moves in all four directions.
0: Oh, yeah. Just like one of those things in Ready Player One where you stand on it and it moves in all the directions. Oh,
1: yes, Ready Player One, that documentary they're currently making about yeah. me and
0: my life. Well, no, I, I didn't say anything about the film. I'm talking about the book, Ready Player One, yeah, written no, by Ernest Klein. The book documentary. It's a, they're called bookumentaries. <laughs> yeah. That's what a nonfiction book is called. It's <laughs> a bookumentary. What's fiction? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> You know when like stuff happens? Oh, I'm aware of it. Yeah, and but sometimes stuff doesn't happen, like when I shut my eyes or
1: when I'm not in the room. Yeah, ah. and then you have to guess what happened. Nah, people tell
0: <laughs> me. Yeah. I put I put like hearing bugs and cameras. Well, you defeated a gomjabar. <laughs> I, I guess you're the director now. <laughs> No, you, you, you've proven you can overcome your animal instincts. <laughs> you're a, you're you're a human, and you can you can be part of, part of a Benny Jesuit breeding program to find the Quizad's Haderach. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm yeah, going gonna... to take over my mask. Oh, I was I a was reverend mother Gaius <laughs> Helen the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to direct the shit
1: out of this film. I'll get Hector Alessandro in there to celebrate Ludacrismas. I'll have Ludacris in there. Oh, which one of the karate children should I have this time? Swank, I think. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot she was a karate kid.
1: Karate child, please. Uh, so we'll chuck her, in there and then she can be like, "Oh no, the ball not come down! Oh no!" But then she do, but she go to her dad, who I've got the perfect idea for who her dad. Yeah. should be it should be Larry Miller.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if, 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 if everyone's favorite uh, gay blind elderly bat, Larry Miller. <laughs> Uh, this is the star of Cougar Town, Larry Miller. Yeah. Larry Miller from
1: the Miller. Miller's crossing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with Miller high
1: life, the beer. <laughs> no, no, nah, he wouldn't be good as a dying dad. Oh, he should be a funny mechanic who helps Josh Dumal meet up with, I don't know. The film set in New York, right? Yeah. So Sarah Jessica Parker has got to be in it and she should have a kid.
0: Uh, who's a child. Uh, 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 m- 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 uh, a really good child actress right now is Elsie Fisher. Yeah. Well, she's a bit young for this part. How about we cast someone who looks almost exactly like Elsie Fisher in this role for some reason? Thomson Mackenzie.
1: McKenzie <laughs> uh, no. I. Uh, it's weird living in New York concrete jungle where dreams are made uh, up. Uh, i, I mean, so all the time, I and mean, I little miss sunshine. I got. I've got the precise what? person. Just, I'll give it a call. Doot, 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 doot
0: hello Alan Arkin the star (laughs) of the sunshine
1: I was gonna go with Steve Carell Steve you're no longer welcome in Marwan we need you (laughs) on a seat Steve stop catching those foxes Steve Steve get your head off those pancakes (laughs) Uh Dan you're in real life now Nah, none of those people are busy so let's just get uh spencer breslin's sister i hear she's okay um uh but oh it, it, i've always had a great idea for a scene uh in a film so they're in uh uh our, you you know new
0: metro system the you know, you're asking me gary marshall if i know if i know the new york metro system yeah, We don't call it the metro system, we call it the subway. Because um, we're
1: New Yorkers. I'm just showing my French blood wee-wee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: what if? I wish it would be funny to have a mother and daughter. <laughs> You've got wee-wee in your blood?
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that is that was a surprisingly large part of what made Gene Kelly Salimba was <laughs> the amount of urine in his blood. Finn's miming self-harm. Which makes it, I think, as a hat trick for self harm references from Finn <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in this podcast, at least in release order. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but what if, you know, it's a busy stairwell, they just stop and talk, and then the younger daughter, to make a point that she's older, but is still maybe like 13, 15. right? Fifteen lifts up her shirt to show her bra and says, "This isn't a training bra." I think that would be an appropriate and not at all weird scene <laughs> to put in this film. What do you think?
0: Uh, I think I'm glad you're directing it now. <laughs> and I, I, I just go back. I, I can just go back to sucking the blood out of Auntie to keep myself young. <laughs> do you think that L- like, like a normal person in Hollywood does? I, as
1: long as you stay alive enough to make Mother's Day,
0: yeah, <laughs> but nothing after. that. No. <laughs> um.
1: So I. I've been
0: thinking a lot. I'm just imagining it now. The, the, the last thing I intend on seeing is a baby winning a stand-up comedy a stand-up comedy competition and being handed a novelty check.
1: When you think of heterosexual people. Sarah Paulson. <laughs> yeah. First thing that comes to mind. Okay. I'm glad um, I think the same thing. Mm, Mrs. Holland Taylor herself, Sarah Paulson. <laughs> I, uh, She's a real Christmas carol, <laughs> Sarah Paulson. Uh, there's nothing I love her more in. She's got a real vibe, and I think she would be perfect casting as a pregnant woman who is in a competition to see whose baby can be born the closest to, uh, just after Midnight, the first baby of a new year, with, uh, I don't know, fuck, uh Seth Meyers and Jessica Biel just like who's like we've
0: just, just yeah, who 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 should her husband be in this in this sprawling multi-character romantic comedy uh how Till Schweiger <laughs> from Inglorious Bastards
1: okay I love Till Schweiger but the first thing I think about you say Schweiger,
0: I think well, one I, I word. I say Schweiger, because that's more fun to say.
1: <laughs> I think one word about Schweiger who's made his career being kind of haunting men of implicit or explicit menace, um, and that's charm. So I'll <laughs> let you have Schweiger if he can run a charm school. No, remember, you're, you're, you're directing the movie now. Oh, you you don't need to let me have anything. Oh, great. So we're just bouncing ideas off each yeah. other now. So, Gary. Yep. I've had a roadblock. I was so eager to cast Robert De Niro that I've contracted him and I don't have a role for him. Hmm. So I I think it would be funny if he was a dying man.
0: <laughs>
1: I think what this lighthearted-
0: it did, look, that that does sound very funny.
1: Capitalist pay on to, to Nivea and little else. I just have to say, as the newly minted director of this, Gary, it'll still be under your name. Thank you, thank you. I think if there's one thing I want more films to have is a moment when someone watching them, hypothetically, having just watched Nashville, which is over two and a half hours and flies by, um, is a point where you get up and it's like, oh, should I? Should he start setting up his podcast equipment? Normally do that when there's about 10 minutes after yep. the film. And, and saw that we were but one hour and 10 minutes into the film with 40 more minutes to go. But I'll tell you what. I saw 10 minutes of that is bloops. <laughs> I, okay, Gary. We've already talked about it. The least interesting bloops. Shit. Speaking of least interesting. So, Gary. You yes. just said least interesting. Yes. And that just sparked a brainwave. I've got five syllables for you. Hmm? I've just found the secret sauce that's going to turn New Year's Eve into New Year's Green. Green.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to end with Robin okay. De
0: Niro dying.
1: Great. Here's my alternative, bitch. <laughs> New Year's, we've made so much
0: money. Oh, I do like the sound of that. I, I, I like the sound of that more than I like Grieving. Gil, High,
1: Er, Eth, Reverse it. Catherine <laughs> Heigl, what film in this year, 2012, like I've always looked at films mm. and said, there are not enough dresses in this. We need at least 27 more. And do you know who would be an age appropriate love interest for her? Uh John 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 Bon Jovi. I know him by his full name Jonathan Bonathan <laughs> Jovi. Um, or, um
0: See I I, I I I I I can never remember where, where his name is Jonathan Bonathan or Johnson Bonson. <laughs> Johnson <laughs> No.
1: Um uh uh <laughs> Uh, I think he's definitely an age old, an age acceptable relationship for her to be in, um. And I think they will have chemistry in the same way that oxygen particles <laughs> meeting hydrogen to become water is technically chemistry. You know <laughs> that that a baby dribbling is technically chemistry. And I think that's yeah. I I
0: is. I think that I think even that is too much chemistry. <laughs> I, I'm thinking more like. Like, like you, you you're throwing some noble gases at each other, yeah. sort of chemistry. Okay. Like I want a no reaction, and I don't want to overcook the pudding. But what if Sofia Vergara was also there? Uh, sure. Is, is she going to uh, play up her accent a lot?
1: She's pretty uncomfortable doing stuff like that, so I'll have to ask. Oh, no, I just got an unsolicited text <laughs> from her uh, here that says I'm willing to play at my accent, um, and then underneath, in all bold all caps, says one only w- one joke about my the size of my breasts or I warp. <laughs> uh, Not so. She's on board. Um. I mean, you, you know who would be a really good comic foil to Sofia Vergara? Catherine Heigl. Robert De Niro to no, no.
0: I think it should be the Canadian Indian stand-up comic uh, Russell Peters.
1: Uh yeah, but how but, will... but I'm, I'm
0: not so hmm. comfortable with, with the Canadian part of his heritage. Yeah, and I, I think we should just focus on the Indian part.
1: Look, it's the year 2012, and yeah. if there's one thing people need to hear in films... It is an apu. Like we need an apu. Yeah. Ah, oh, we can get Yelderly Smith in this film. Speaking of Simpsons voices, we'll just bung her in there um, to talk to uh, uh, Josh Licious, Mister Dumal from the Transformers films. You've
0: seen those, right? <laughs> uh, uh, sure. I, I I I don't watch TV anymore, but I I love love going to the old cinema. So Gary Marshall, what is your take on the Transformers films? <laughs> So I, you know, I, I'm just just in general, I'm not I'm not, I'm not a fan of Bayhem in in particular. I, I I go and see all his movies. You know, I, I think he is he he he's he an interesting cinematic voice, even if I don't fully like in, enjoy his style. You know, and I think it's 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 important to to it's important to support auto-driven cinema, even if it's bad or driven cinema.
1: I I mean, you if anyone have a lot of stake in support bad auto-driven <laughs> yes. cinema now, Gary, 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 Gary i know you've handed over the reins to me yes. to to direct what what,
0: what what was your name by the way <laughs> um my name is oh no it says on your name tag there it says it says your name is cedric the entertainer then in not that one
1: <laughs> that's me <laughs> Oh, I come from a long line of Cedric's (laughs) Uh, and we all have different surnames. Right. Yeah. So uh, my father was Cedric the murderer. I can't explain why, but it's not for the obvious reason. Uh, Long story short, he's got a big collection of stethoscopes. (laughs) So I've worked out how to connect this all together. Because if there's one thing that makes a film acceptable, and worthy of um, an eight figure budget to be released, it is that the bare minimum of narrative legwork is done. Yes. So yeah, that's, that's what I've always
0: said about my films.
1: Obviously, Bonathon, uh, Jonathan Bonathan Jovi um, is going to play a music star with a name like Hackle
0: or, or like Hanson. Yeah. Um and everyone well, you can is... can 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 he play one of the members of Hanson who's who's gone it who's like started out on a solo career? Uh
1: I just don't I just don't I could never buy them breaking up. Mm. Well <laughs> I um, could not
0: couldn't, couldn't be bothered finishing the my joke <laughs> myself. I like, I'll let you do it.
1: Uh, not being able to finish a Hanson joke. Isn't it strange? Isn't it weird?
0: I, I do not I, I know any other Hanson songs. I can't
1: believe you made me out myself as knowing the sec a second Hanson song. <laughs> yep. Um. Any anywho, uh, it's that what if? Um. He, he's the music star and. and Here's the thing about popular culture in 2012 in a post internet age everyone loves one musician. Yes. Uh, and it will absolutely be John Bone Jovi. Jo, sorry, Joan Bone Jovi.
0: So I, I, I would like for us to spend the entire movie kind of like building up to his concert. And then when it happens, he's doing a sort of like scarfing. But just like not like not like proper scar, but just like just but just like more scar than you want a not scar song to be. I I
1: Gary, you're back on board (laughs) at least as narrator. Uh, uh, But I think he should choose because uh, the film is ending to commit to Katherine Heigl, uh, and, and she will do the thing where her face transforms uh into what humans think glad is um and then she uh but that means he can't perform and do you know who should perform instead leah michelle
0: right because she's a singer she's a singer
1: she got trapped in an elevator with ashton kutcher and if there's one thing i know about those two it is that ashton kut is that leah michelle is a famous party hound and would be the one to show the Ashton Kutcher how to have a good time.
0: Yeah. Uh and and then they kiss. So what, what what song should 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 she should she sing at the end? Like it's it's gotta be like a like it's to be like a big up tempo like rockin' song to send the audience off with a smile.
1: Uh is it the Adam and Joe song about Robert De Niro? Uh no. Oh God. I just please don't
0: tell me you've already licensed it.
1: Gary, I have to tell you, like, I'm in a bit of a tiz because we're actually filming that scene in a minute, so we just need your first idea. Uh, we just need the first it's, idea. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, new, it's New Year's Eve uh, music, music, song, New Year's Eve. Uh, uh, she, she'll she'll do like she'll do like a pop ballad version of Old Lang Syne. Uh, uh. Okay. Gary, Gary. No, 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 no! I take it back. I take it back.
1: It's too late. And then in the distance we.
0: Uh, um. Now, as you. So think- I, I think that this is another. This is sort of like a, a perfect counterpoint to the ending of to, to the ending of Nashville. <laughs> Is like is is the is the ending is is the is the is 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 the song that that, end, that ends New Year's Eve. As we see, the song that ends Nashville is this very tonally strange scene where there's yeah. just been this horrific and unexpected act of violence, and now people are trying to regain some sense of normalcy and come together as a community, and they're, they're able to do it to an extent, but everything is not fixed by this act of song and this and this, this coming together. But when Leah Michelle sings this shitty like like a super clean version of old lang syne as like a ballad it is supposed to move us to fucking tears yeah and we are supposed to leave the theater thinking I just, well i not- just i just love new year's eve <laughs> <laughs> gary
1: i love having a second chance at a new year i love that take on the ending but i don't think the message is clear enough so could you do some narration over the end <laughs> You've only narrated at the beginning and the end. It really sets up a convention that the film won't follow through. But if you could... Your narration at the end be essentially like, uh, and that's New Year's Eve, folks. Uh, a lot of new beginnings. But the (laughs) most... What are you going to forget about it? But the most important thing to me, I think, is love. Anyway, bye!
0: (laughs) God, the fucking fucking ending of, of this movie is... The, the ending, the beginning, the middle. Yeah, uh, I, I think the one thing. But, but, but like, as we were saying, like, du- du- like during Leah Michelle's song, "Old Lang Syne" is a song. But I, I personally think it's not something I super understand a lot because it's a weird like Scottish dialect that I don't but I don't speak. Yeah. But like I think it is there is a reason why that song has lasted so long. I think it's a very beautiful song. And there was a time where I saw James A. play that song live on stylophone to end one of the shows and it was incredibly moving. And uh and Le- Leah Michelle with a fucking thirty million dollar budget cannot achieve the same effect of James A. Castor in the basement theater in Auckland playing it on a on a stylophone, and like it's it's so fucking misjudged. It is it is, it's it yeah. like like that, that that is a song that works best when it's being sung by a bunch of drunk Scottish people. Yeah, and it it, it is not supposed to be like clean. It's not supposed to be a ballad. It, it's it's it's. It's like, it's a song about like, about like regret and being like drunk and Scottish. Yeah.
1: It doesn't work with Leah Michelle doing it. She should have sung this year by the Mountain Goats. I mean, like that would have worked better. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been so fucking good. But I think the thing that documentary audio tape we just played didn't really capture about the film (laughs) and the real stark juxtaposition to Nashville is that as, as Nashville floats between these stories you're always getting just enough of a moment, like a glimpse into these things that are weaving together to follow them. Uh, But you, you never like, when you leave a scene you always wonder what is going to happen next yeah. and where you're next going to meet them and in New Year's Eve it's just a bunch of people being like well I don't believe in New Year's Eve yeah, it, I do not nothing will ever make me believe in New Year's Eve in your life.
0: Every character has exactly one personality trait which, <laughs> they, uh, which they have to do in every scene that they're in and like there, there, there is this, this like clear trajectory of like where they start where they're going to end, end up not just like emotionally but like often like the, the like geographical location you know, at the beginning of the movie, where, like where geographically they're gonna end up yeah. at the end of the film, and like then they end up there, yeah. and it's like it, it's everything is so signposted, and like yeah, there no chance for these characters, to, and like obviously Gary Marshall isn't gonna like let all, all his actors like improv all their scenes, and a lot of his actors are not would not be capable but, of doing. But that But also, like the improv thing about Altman is very much
1: like he has he he obviously worked with uh, what's her name um uh uh, uh the script the, yeah. the, the there was a heavy and shaped script for Nashville. yeah and there's also
0: and, lots of like rehearsals yeah, and, and everyone like fleshed out their characters and,
1: and yeah a lot of the improv is within scenes and yeah. within lines so it's not i'm 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 just very wary that there is kind of a myth. When people talk about films being Yeah, yeah. it's not like everyone just, like,
0: showed up day off, no, no script. They're like, yeah, let's, let's just figure it out.
1: Whereas, like, I, I said to you during um, uh, 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 New Year's Eve that at points it felt like it was being written by a script bot. Yeah. But it also, like, you could buy, like, suddenly in a panic, Gary Marshall's like, I have to film a scene today, and then just dashing off a scene in five minutes. Yeah um because it is all it is people stating things and then because of the shape of the film and you're like oh it's just so turgid and i the worst part of it was me realizing about 15 minutes in that i had seen it before <laughs> Uh, for some reason, when Leah, Michelle, and um, Ashton Kutcher get caught in the elevator, I was like, I have seen this before. I remember yep. them kissing. Uh, and then they do.
0: Yep. And
1: uh, it was.
0: Uh, and you know who gets me out of that elevator? It's old Jim Belushi in one shot. <laughs> Jim Belushi is in this movie for one shot.
1: But he gets ah, oh, he gets so much mileage out of this one shot. Because like, hey, I got you out. Do you have sex in there? Do you have it
0: on the bench? Did you have it on the bench? I'll watch the video. Boy. And it's, and like, the, like only thing I could think like when, when I was watching this, I was like, like, like five years after this, he would shoot Twin Peaks for a turn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um <laughs> but it, <laughs> And it is later, we will not go back through it in detail, no. of course, but um, later uh, uh, in that scene when um, Liam Shields like, oh, I've got to go sing uh, Ashton Kutcher, there's a reaction shot of him, you know, we're supposed to be like, he's supposed to be like, he wants to say no, let's kiss. Yeah. But it is this reaction shot of him just staring blankly and it is like catching a video game character in T-pose.
0: Just someone just like, <laughs> like, yeah, so much. One of the like, crew was walking through the set, basically kicked out Ashton Kutcher's plug.
1: Yeah. Uh, so,
0: fat. New Year's Steve. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's 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 New Year's Adam and New Year's Eve, not New Year's Adam and Steve. <laughs> Uh, is it
1: shite or on the other hand, if you really think about it, it but uh, sorry to go back uh, that, that flow, the beautiful craft of Nashville and how it just kind of happens. And you never feel like you're somewhere so long juxtaposed against just the relentless, but languid mush of New Year's Eve is so striking (laughs) It is so painful and it's like gary marshall has
0: made good things yeah what happened so is- he, he 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 made a princess bride which is fine <laughs>
1: And happy days and the yeah. Vernon Show. yeah,
0: yeah, and a lot of like the, the most successful and impactful like like c- com, uh, uh, com, 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 comedy television shows of all time, yeah. But
1: like he absolutely knows better than that, yeah. Uh, and it is so... well,
0: he 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 made Pretty Woman, which I've never seen, but like that that's a movie that, like yeah. so many people love, and is still like quoted to this day, yeah, and like made the careers of, of of like two big stars, yeah. And then he spent he was like, you know what, for the last twenty years of my career. I'm gonna phone it the fucking big mistake. Huge. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> so, Finn Nicholas was yeah. it
1: shy or sound? It's it, shy. It,
0: it, it's, it's shy. It, it like it is. It it is a just like empty pie into to consumerism and just like agreeing with 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 like what everyone else in culture tells you you have to agree with. It it is it it it, it has an idea of love and romance that is so, like, shallow and makes love and romance seem so pointless.
1: I'm so worried. I hope that no one likes this.
0: Yes, yeah, I Because
1: it is so clearly pandering to an audience. And, like, there is nothing wrong... Ro- the- I love so many romantic comedies, but the biggest issue is so many romantic comedies that is so heavily underlined for this film is that like bad children's television, um, uh, they think they're being made for idiots and you can just do what the fuck ever. Yeah. And then you can just be like, Oh, I'm a dentist. Oh, I've bumped into this woman who works at the candy factory. Oh, I'm mad at yeah. you. Oh, well, which which at like you. That,
0: that, like that, that, that works like kind of okay. in like chitty, chitty bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. But it, and it is like just the sense
1: throughout New Year's Eve of like, you I don't, <laughs> Like you like fuck you you like this this yeah. is this this pablum. and, and it, it just makes it so it sucks so much. Yeah,
0: and I just want to like talk briefly about about be like differences in the closing shots of these movies. Oh, yeah. because they they are they are very similar shots. Like as as, as like we are talking about about like final scene in in uh, in in Nashville a bunch where yeah you know, where, where, where there's a song and like again it, 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 it starts starts in like like close on on the starts in close in albuquerque and and it pulls out in this incredible crane shot like over this audience and then it a bit like pans up towards the sky as she's still singing it's fantastic i mean the 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 final shot of uh the final shot of new year's eve is like josh Duhamel doing some fucking like voiceover and and uh it, the, 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 oh that's right yeah it's so if, yeah, its, not, it's I mean, the narration at the beginning is Sarah Jessica Parker and at uh, the end is Josh Duhamel okay. but um yeah so the, the camera's like on, on the ground and it's, it's like shot up at the Times Square ball drop building and the you know the signs like, happy new year and all that sort of stuff and just the fact that it's happening in Times Square, there's this big zoom in and above the clock saying that, like, it's, it's 12 o'clock and it's it's turned over to 2012 now. There's just a big, like, flashing sign saying Toshiba. And it's <laughs> another flashing sign saying Toshiba. And then it's just zooming in. I mean, just on the edge, on the right-hand side of the screen, there is a massive electronic billboard for Sherlock Holmes. A uh, Game of Shadows. Sherlock, yeah, Sherlock Holmes to A Game of Shadows. And it's zooming in, zooming in, and it never fully gets the Sherlock Holmes uh, Game of Shadows poster out of the frame. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the final shot of the movie is just, Toshiba, Toshiba, New Year's, 2012. And then like half of Robert Downey Jr.'s face and just is like, sure hole. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, there, there's been no thought put into like the f- into the framing of this shot apart from we'll zoom in on the clock. There's no care put into like, what you are showing in the frame and what that says about your movie. And just the fact that the final thing the final shot of the movie is mostly like accidental product placement (laughs) It's like speaks so much to the total laziness and the total like lack of any serious theme that 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 gary marshall is like thought of
1: well and like this
0: so so it's it's so infuriating
1: well and and like the other thing to flag is of course like problematic as it is in both the neutral and negative terms like very clearly this trilogy of films from gary marshall valentine's day new year's even mother's day like he absolutely i wish he was on letterboxd so we could know the precise day he saw love actually and was like fuck i could do that i'll just make that and the the thing is is that like love actually um uh, has real problems on many fronts Mm but every scene has at least three good jokes in it. Everyone is fucking charming. And every plot right, that yeah. is happening in it is working towards the stated theme that is in the beginning. And like the stated theme at the beginning of new year's Eve is like, it's a time for new beginnings, but it's, but like every plot is like, I won't kiss someone, but can't. And all like I to die. And then he dies. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it is just the utterest absence of any care when it is like for all that is freewheeling and floating like nashville fucking cares it cares about what it is talking about and god robert altman is
0: good was good was good him him and him and gareth marshall now both sadly deceased what do you think they talk about in heaven uh I I I I think that 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 Gary Marshall has no idea who Robert Altman is, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
1: and I think Robert Altman is, is, is too busy talking to oh no Agnes Varda,
0: other dead good director. But, um, so what are we watching next week, Finn? Next week we are doing our second of like four genre noir films on yeah. the list. Uh, It is... The (laughs) oosie-doosie of of Renny Renny Black. Yeah, it is his World War I uh, prison escape class comedy, sort of.
1: Finn, I will only watch this if it is big.
0: Let me tell you, it is not just big, it is grand. What? Don't trick me. Oh, I'm going to have to because it's a grand illusion. Oh, what? And... uh, and that's right, with Grand Illusion, we're going to be watching every episode of Mind Freak. <laughs> and, uh, we, you, we, and you don't want to do Life is Beautiful? No, we, uh, we, we have not yet figured out what we are doing with Grand Illusion.
1: Well, which means I'll just add computer voice and uh, uh, saying, hey there, computer voice, you can speak now.
0: The other film we're watching is Stuart Gordon's 1992 movie Fortress. A sci-fi prison break film that both stars Christoph Lambert and was shot at an Australian theme park. Good job, computer
1: voice. (laughs) Um, That's what we're doing with it. I can't wait to watch that. And
0: so where can we find you, Finn? Uh, Who cares? You can find the show online at Pod on Twitter. And you can email us at shitesoundpod at gmail.com Check out our
1: website, shiteandsound.com You can find me on all various social medias uh, As Yutha Lives uh, And sign up for my n- newsletter at bit.ly slash Yutha Lives Our theme song is The
0: Nux by Kazan Blam Check out their album Trapper's Away It's on camp Movies are good Even bad ones Gary, Gary Marshall, Marshall them, them.
1: That's usable. Hooray. Yeah, this is gone. Um, Just going to drink some water, though, on mic. Just Finn in
0: the future. Hi. (laughs) Doing that in here. You had a a lot more trouble with that than I expected you would.
1: No. Well, because you know that thing where... Have you ever done the the, the voice jammer thing where you put your... Where you put headphones on and it plays your own voice back to you slightly delayed? And so you're hearing yourself as kind of an echo and it makes it very hard to talk? Turns out when you can hear amplified your own drinking through only one of your ears, it sends your whole brain into, I was like, you know, sometimes when something especially odd happens and your brain just like goes to like color bars. (laughs)